Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. All right, welcome to the Sebe cast number 159 with Unpredictable and Afzal. How you boys doing today? Hey, doing great. Uh, pretty good. <laughs> I don't even know how to begin this. First of all, I'm an absolute fan of both of you. Um, you know, like you guys are both actual legends in the game, and you guys have performed some of like the craziest feats I've ever seen. So it's j- just a pleasure, like right off the bat, I got to say that, to have you both on. Um, and I guess I'll start off with some brief introductions of who you guys are for those that may not know. So I guess we'll start with uh, you, Unpredictable, and then we'll go to Afsal. So just describe a little bit of maybe your play style and maybe some notable achievements. And we'll get into those achievements, by the way. We'll talk about it. But yeah, just a brief overview, I guess. Okay, I'm known for primarily Inferno stuff. So like Inferno challenges, low combat, um, different restrictions. I guess six dreads challenges as well. Um like planning different challenges, occasionally like calculating things and stuff like that. Um, I'm, just, I'm just gonna throw in there as well. Uh, you're it's, it's just like I feel like this is like the big thing that at least I have mentioned as well in one of my videos was the no pillar, pure as in one defense pure melee inferno. You did that. Okay. What the fuck? Yeah, that, I mean that one. That one sounds flashy and it sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. That's why I did it. It's it's not it's not the most difficult challenge. It's 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 an easier version of low combat. Effectively, right. you guys hear that? That's that's easy. That's that's the easy shit. Okay, so we'll get into more of the <laughs> challenging stuff later. But okay, very cool. Um, also, do you uh, you you're also a YouTuber or like you've you've published videos? I don't know if you qualify yourself yep. as a YouTuber. Uh, no, no, okay. I wouldn't. Okay, cool, cool. But yeah, I have published YouTube videos. All right. Uh, well, I think I think brief enough for right now. We'll get into a lot of this stuff uh, later down. But Afsal, can we get a little introduction with you? Uh, yeah. So similar to Unpredictable, I'm known for Inferno as well, particularly low combat recently. Uh, not anytime soon for speed runs, but yeah, I feel like that's pretty much it. Okay, and you're also the okay, and I again, I'm just gonna toot your guys's horns, but um, you also completed the level. Correct me if I'm wrong. Thirty nine combat inferno after exact did the absolute world record lowest at forty. That you did the thirty nine afterwards. Is that yeah, correct? literally, literally two years later. Yeah, so. <laughs> 
39. <laughs> Didn't take too long, you know, just two years. Um, okay, 39. But then have you beaten that since? Have you gone lower? I, I haven't beaten it yet, but I have tried for lower so far, and I've gotten pretty close. Okay. And we can get into that if we want. Yes. Yeah. Which, uh, which level are you going for? I'd... Yeah, are you going for 38, or is there something lower you're aiming? Um, 38 is too easy to go for. It's like... <laughs> You get the way it works is each attempt has takes a lot of stuff to prepare one account, and for you to waste that account on a thirty eight is not really worth it. Mm. So you might as well go lower. That's the thing. So what are you aiming for? Account prep is the biggest part. Um, thirty six, thirty seven, I think on paper might be the realistic limits right now. Okay, so is and you could go thirty six and bail and do thirty seven instead if things go wrong during the waves. Mm. So and I'd argue there's probably ways to do thirty five. Oh shit! Oh shit! You got some competition already. <laughs> okay, let me let me just ask about like the third. So you say thirty six or thirty seven? Is it purely like RNG? Like you have to do a minimal amount of damage, or can you get if you played perfectly? Could you guarantee a thirty six? It doesn't depend on RNG. I would say so, yeah. The most RNG part, in my opinion, uh, comes at the end where you have to kill Zuck healers. And at 36, you're going into Zuck healers with like 29 HP. Like That's your HP level. So if you get really bad luck, kind of getting DPS checked, then you could just get blown up. Fuck. Okay. Damn. And uh, let, let's also just get a little briefing on your guys's group hardcore Iron Man team. Is that correct? You're in the same team together, but it, yeah. it looks like Afsol is the only like real active one. At least that's what I heard. Maybe I'm incorrect on that. No, I think that's right. Okay. <laughs> so what? Let you know what? Let's just let's start there. There's like a huge. Uh, I mean, there's so many different pathways we can go down to t start the discussion. But I guess like first things first. Uh, let's just talk about the group hardcore Iron Man. So when did you guys start that? Was it just immediately after release? And what was your guys' original plan with that sort of team? So I think I can start, yeah. So um, I think group Iron Man game mode came out like October of 2021 or so. And I had no interest in doing any of that stuff because at the time I was still going for 39. It was after 39 was done on April 1st, 2022, where... It's like, oh, well, what's next? Let's try a hardcore group Iron Man Inferno. So I made a duo with Nabe, and the very next day we bailed on the duo and decided to make a group like live on stream with Croft and Unpredictable. So we had all four of us. And we made it with the intention of like, you know, there's no commitment from anyone. Like there's no expectation. So if you got to go at any point, that's cool. So it was sort of made on a whim. Okay, clear. Quick. And Unpredictable and I did a lot of work. <laughs> Just a quick interruption. So who is Croft and who is Nave? Uh, Nave is like, like a really good friend of mine. Uh, I'm trying to think about. But they're both gamers, like both beasts? Yeah, or? yeah, okay. for sure. Croft is like a god. He's like, in, he was really up there for Infernal Speedrunning, but he's left the scene altogether and he has no intention of coming back. Mm. I genuinely think he probably uh, could hold a light up to <laughs> Rust if he stuck around. Okay. He sure. was really, really good. I think he was like rank four or five at some point. Yeah, and he was pretty young as well, right? So time to yeah, improve. He still had his prime ahead of him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't Rasta pretty young? How old is he? 
He's a zoomer too, I'm pretty sure. But yeah. Croft, we're talking yeah. like a minor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interesting. So yeah, he still had several years. Yeah. Isn't that what like I, I who is it? Who's the PKer? Ten thirteen? Is that who I'm thinking? Who was like who was literally oh, like fifteen yeah. years old and he was just dominating? He was yeah. like a literal kid. Just fucking zoomer clicks, I swear to God. Yeah. Anyway, um, continue. Um, yeah, so we, we made that group. It was sometime mid-2022. Within like the first month, Unpredictable and I were like sort of on the same level with progression. We got range levels. He started collecting chins and stuff. Um, I ended up going for the cape at like 70-something, 70 72 range or something, and ended up getting it without teleporting or dying, luckily, um, at 56 combat. So we Jesus. thought that would be it, and we all just put everything down. Um, but I got kind of bored, so I came back to it and kept getting KC, died twice, then we were two out of four, and then nobody played again. <laughs> and now I think you're three out of four. Yeah, what of, happened uh, there? Similar yeah. to similar percentage to Mammal at this rate. <laughs> oh god, yeah, I'm gonna be the Mr. Mammal. It's actually a worse percentage, because you only had four lives instead of five, so the ratios are off. You're worse than Mammal. No, we were... F- I mean, I've died three times out of four now. Mammal died four times out of four, right? No, 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 no. no. Mammal's like seven out of nine or something, Yeah, in the long term, but like his recent thing where the farmer's died, he only died three times out of the five. Oh, not bad. Okay, I guess I'm worse than Mammal at this point. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you still got room to improve. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, next time, Beast. Or I guess you're still on your uh, third life, so, or your last life. Also, shout out to Mammal. He was my first first Twitch sub, and I used... His guide to get my first fire cape. So, dude, Mammal taught me Mammal. literally everything I know about this game in the early days. Like his guides were what I went to. I mean, my fire cape. That's how I got my fire cape. That's how I learned. Oh shit! Nice. I didn't even learn Bandos, but that's how I did Bandos. It was just like the two attacks walk under. Like that was just just such galaxy brain stuff at the time. I mean, seriously. Like I would have just stood there and face tanked the whole thing, but the walk unders were crazy. So yeah, shout out Mammal. Um, yeah, so what, what happened on those deaths? Were they all Inferno-related? All three of them were Inferno-related. The first death, um, it was off-stream. And this is going to be a little hard to explain, but... Uh, I clicked on a melee, and I clicked one of my locked prayers at the same time. And similar to when you click on an NPC and drink a brew at the same time, you know how you get pulled into melee range? Yep. It's the same effect. So I got pulled out of a safe spot. And I tanked a ranger and a melee hit at the same time. This was like February of 2023, I think. And then the very next week or something, like, I died because I forgot to scuff the shield at Zuck. So the safe spots I thought I had were not correct. So I just tanked a Zuck hit immediately and died. Damn. So two pretty much accidents. I mean, just, yeah. Misclicks yeah. and then a kind of just accident. Okay, what was the third? The, um... The third death, so after that point, pretty much, this is like March of 2023, I think we put down hardcore group Iron Man all together um, to go for low combat stuff, actually. But uh, we only recently picked up the hardcore group again, December of 2023. So like last month. By we, he means him. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, The team is back, right? No, that's the, okay. Yeah, uh, so that that happened. What what made you even want to like, come back to it was it just like you were bored and you but you knew that croft was never coming back to the game and you knew that nabe wasn't playing it were you just like whatever i'll just do this for fun 
Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I think I just wanted to stream at that point again because it's I've been getting like kind of bored, you know, going for achievements in the dark kind of thing. You know, I, I think mm. that's very lonely and like just ca- kind of a shit experience. Can I say that? No, but you, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, you can say that as long as you just don't <laughs> say the c word. You're pretty much good. So, okay, nice. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I decided to start streaming again and that was the only thing i thought would be interesting to stream funny enough it seems inferno's like sort of been a little boring recently for the viewers and a little bit for me um started in Zola recently and that's been like popping off a bit it's exciting again to branch out and you're still on just that one life so everything's pretty exciting yeah exactly that's, yeah that's cool so <clears throat> um yeah, I just I just find it fascinating like uh that well first of all like just let's just talk about group hardcore iron man. Do you think that I mean cuz this is this is my kind of feeling cuz there's like a hardcore mode uh, or like original hardcore mode which is a solo experience and everything's a lot easier. You can die at chambers, you can die at inferno, you can die at six jads, you can die at all these things. But um group hardcore iron man is like that crazy shit. I mean, it's just unreal. Have you by the way, done any of the six Jad challenges or anything on the uh, group hardcore? No, I'm, I'm saving that for after we get like a Zuck pet. I think the the two main goals right now is to get a Zuck pet and then risk it all at six Jads, you know? Okay, holy um, shit. Do you feel comfortable at six Jads or would that be something you would practice a lot? I would practice a lot for sure. I think okay. practice is like the one thing that has been more widely done recently on hardcores like that wasn't done before i feel like it's like more adopted as a strategy to do hard content yeah especially with mutts his crazy stuff i mean he spent just countless hours doing dt2 bosses repeatedly on main getting that practice in um okay exactly let's let's go further back and let's talk about inferno release so both of you are legends at inferno but when did that like start when did your guys's kind of obsession with the place uh start developing and i guess we'll start with you unpredictable like just going back all the way to what when was that 2017 june i think i don't even remember honestly it was sometime yeah yeah sometime around then uh yeah how much how much later after release did you start getting into it it probably, I don't think it was more than a year, but it might have been close to it. Uh, at the time, I just had like a little cutie Iron Man. I was doing TOB, uh, kind of near release on that and having a lot of fun. And then I saw teammates with Infernal Capes and, you know, I wanted one. Uh, tried to grind, it, grind out an SGS for it, but went like really dry on the hilt, so gave up that. Uh, got it on the Iron Man, and then kind of shortly after, after grinding, I guess a bit more TOB, um, just quit the Iron Man completely, dropped everything. Uh, thought I was quitting the game, and then like probably like a week later, um, I tried out like a Mage Inferno uh, for fun because I don't think anybody had done that. I mean, I brought an SGS, so it was like. No range inferno is what I called it, mm, but mm. Um, did that. Thought it was really fun. Put it on Reddit. Um, then did the somebody actually commented on that Reddit post that was like they were like, oh haha, now do it 
with melee only. Um, so then, yeah, I did that, and I thought that was really cool. That was, yeah, uh, that was back in the early days. So, like, Melee Inferno was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, Yeah, it, I thought it sounded ridiculous enough to be fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, so is that kind of when the obsession started? Like, the kind of, like, how far can I take this? Yeah, pretty much. I think after that, um, I took a bit of a break, maybe? I don't remember exactly. I have a, I have a terrible long-term memory. But what, yeah, what what are some of the other things that you did within the time? Because I mean, there's a tweet that you put out talking about something insane, which I'll we'll mention in a in a second. I don't. I want to kind of talk about it as much as you can share. Um, but what are some other things? Like I mentioned at the beginning, you did the one defense, no pillar, melee inferno. What were some other things that you did in that time? Um. One item, no supplies inferno, was a pretty decent one. <laughs> I, Jeez. I mean, I ended up dying to Zuck at that, but mm. kind of a common thing with me is I get very close to completing something and then I get bored. Uh, so I didn't, I didn't want to try it again uh, after I died at Zuck on that that attempt. But almost completed that. That was that was pretty fun. Just Tebow arrows and runes. That's it. How long did, like, no pillars take you to... Because, I mean, I remember when Lake, in the early days, was going for a no pillar. And that was insane at the time. Just absolutely insane. Like, you're really going to do this shit with no pillars? So, I mean, you've done, I mean, several attempts with... Uh, I mean, a bunch of attempts, I'm assuming, with no pillar stuff. How is that as hard as it seems? Like, doing no pillars? I've never even attempted it. But um, I know nowadays, you know, with all the plugins and everything else, it's a little bit more solved. What are your thoughts on like no pillar infernos in general? Um, if you don't have much practice in the inferno, I could see them being really difficult. It, I mean, I don't know. It's really hard to try, hard to tell when you've done as much inferno as there, I have. There was all. Yeah, go for it. I, I haven't even done a no scout, no pillar inferno because, mm. well, yeah, I don't know. I've done so much Inferno, it doesn't. It's not really an interesting challenge. When was when was that to like? A lot of people, that would be the case. There was like a tool that came out. Was that exact that made that? What was like that scouting tool that like could simulate like how monsters see you in their line of sight oh. and everything? Shit. When when did that um, come about? Can't what, say that. Yeah. What what's the person's name? Uh, Backseat Inferno. Yeah. He's the one that made it. Before that, everybody, like especially Zach, would do all that planning on paper for the low combat, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow! I remember that. <laughs> that was so stupid. But yeah, once Backseat Inferno made that tool, oh, so he it made, made it entirely so so easy. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I, I'm not yeah. exactly sure. So he, um, yeah, let's hear it. He, so yeah, so he made it uh, as far as I heard, and then. After he published it, at some point, Backseat was like, oh, Exact reached out, reached out to me to ask if you could toggle the pillars. So I don't know what's going on. And, uh, like He told us that, and we're like, hmm, maybe he's planning something. <laughs> and shortly after he comes out with 40 Comment Inferno, we're like, holy moly, that's crazy. So Backseat to, Backseat's tool was like uh, the beginning of it. And Freedive, which is one of our friends, I Freedive, I think he quit RuneScape at this point, but he modded it further. So... Like now, wait, really? I didn't. I didn't know the no pillar stuff was. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense, actually. Never mind. Because yeah. I, I was thinking we would need the no pillar stuff for, um, because they're like exact and a few others, 
few others of us were going for those those smoke burst infernos. I forgot, like, you just kept your pillars, so you, yeah, that makes sense. You wouldn't need to toggle them on the tool. And So this was, uh, I'm just going to pull this up right now because I'm just very fascinated in it. <clears throat> and I, I can't remember when I saw it, it was just a couple months ago, but actually it was in, yeah, I think you're the one that mentioned it, Dafsal. And uh, then I kind of got really curious, but September 29th, 2022, uh, unpredictable, you tweeted. So I've been logged out on triple jads for about a month and a half on an account with one defense, 31 prayer, 50 attack with the possibility of completion. I recently took a new turn in life, but that leaves me without the necessary time to practice for the remainder of the Inferno. So what the fuck, dude? Um, is that is that still logged out, by the way? Or are you <laughs> able to leak? That's still logged out, yeah. Um, <laughs> Dude. Still at Triple Jads. I have not done anything with it since. So it's it's almost been a year and a half. Um, well, not quite, but almost. Um, bro, okay, what, how, how exactly are you 31 prayer? I, I mean, are you able to leak any of this stuff? Like, what the fuck is this? Like, you don't have yeah. any protection prayers. I mean, I, I've leaked some of it in, like discord like private discords like uh yeah we were talking about earlier i did yeah. that presentation in um the summit um yeah basically on a main it is uh i would say not too difficult of a challenge to do it without overheads um if you know all the strategies if you know all the strategies you can probably one and done it really um with no yeah. overheads no overheads Bruh. and assuming you like let yourself use rigor but even at this point if even if you just use like hawkeye or even no prayer um no offensive prayers like main gear is so much better than pure gear that it's it's not too much of a challenge so are you able to leak any sort of the strats maybe in like a basic way like how exactly do you is it just standing under mobs or something and flinching them and somehow like red xing or blocking their movement so they don't path away from you like what is going on like i'm just trying to even imagine how the hell this is even possible like the start um, of a wave like where the fuck are you supposed to run to i mean it's just there's a major attacking you there's a melee attacking you there's a blob attacking you you don't you can't use any overheads yeah. like what the fuck so i mean the main idea is okay you do need to keep your pillars for this hmm. um in general i mean maybe you can lose one pillar and you get lucky spawns and stuff uh but yeah in general you need to keep your pillars so the main game plan is um make sure you have a plan to either boost a one shot on the nibblers so that means like stand somewhere and cast a barrage on the nibblers if you don't kill them in one hit log out i and try again see. and so then that, that's get essential. and then get that's to a safe spot that's absolutely safe essential. being attacked yeah okay um um and then it's a combination of different strategies uh i remember a while ago rendy made a video like theory crafting some strategies, um, like that was that was really interesting. It was good to it was good to see somebody um, doing such a creative video like that because a lot of people just wrote this challenge off as just impossible without thinking about it too hard. I think, which is why I think nobody's really gone for it. Um, one of the things he did get right in that is how you deal with the melee, which is just 
basically standing under it, um, queuing up a red X so it doesn't move while it's under you. And then waiting for it to do its dig animation, doing a one or two hits on it, and then going back under because it doesn't attack you right after it digs. And then bats, usually you can just 1v1. Um, so they're not too much of a problem if it's just a bat on you after you get to that safe spot. Okay, so now I'm imagining <clears throat> single Jad. I can imagine in my limited knowledge that you could stand underneath Jad, maybe red exit with an item or some sort of red X in the arena, keep it still, and then melee it down just repeatedly over and over and over, try yep. to kill the healers somehow, or at least just that's, tag them, I guess. Method, yeah. Just but, red exit. but what the hell is triple jads? I mean, like how? Do oh, triple jads! I have I have a video on triple jads without overheads, without prayers. Uh, from <laughs> what? Two years ago. Can we? Is there is there a link for that? Can I just pull it up? Just just for those. <laughs> yeah, if you just go listening. to my channel, it's there. Okay, I'll, I'll look it up real quick. And like the method for the one defense version is just an extremely optimized version of that. But yeah, the main idea is just get them all same tick and then kill them. I'll take eating. Oh my god. And then the last jab, you just uh, do the same method as the single jab. Go under it, red X with melee. Okay, I'm just seeing this right now. Oh my I'm god. I'm simplifying a lot of this. There are a lot of like well optimizations that you have to do and stuff like that. But so, a lot of the thing that makes the, the main easier is you don't have to optimize triple jabs as much. Because your DPS is already just high. So what exact is? But is this a DPS check? Because at least in this video, I mean, you have to eat these brews, and you don't have unlimited Guthix re or the rests. You don't. You don't have unlimited of them. So what? Do yeah, it's a bit of a DPS check, but it's it would be extremely unlikely with at least the the supplies I have left right now on that account to not complete it with enough supplies left to also do the zuck jet bruh what the hell <laughs> okay also um let me ask you both about just nerves in general do you guys experience nerves when you're going for something really crazy and you realize it's getting close to the end and like one fuck up could just ruin everything like how, how do you guys deal with that kind of stuff i've asked mutts about this as well he has obviously been playing a hardcore for years and years and years and so i just i'm always curious what people are thinking what like what's going through your guys' heads i have a lot i don't know i don't know about affy but <laughs> in the original melee inferno that i did i was so nervous that i think i talked i tanked like three zuckets in a row or something like that once everything was already done like it was just <laughs> me attacking the boss with a tebow <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, I, I get a lot of nerves. See, I would, like I, I would deal with that. That's like the, I mean, that's probably not the main reason I would never go for this kind of stuff. I just, I don't have enough interest. But on top of that, like nerves would just destroy me. So, Afsal, what about you? Uh, yeah, I definitely, definitely, definitely get nerves. Um, especially if you don't like practice and, uh, yeah, I guess practice is the word. If you're sending it for the first time and you you have no like if you haven't prepared like you should have, then your heart is like in pain like through the entire thing. <laughs> so, but you've de how many how many Inferno completions have you done on your group hardcore? 
just for those uh, wondering. 27 now. Holy shit. So 27 Infernos on a low-level group hardcore without maximum gear. What what gear are you rocking with that? Uh, Pretty much a rune crossbow. I did a couple KC with like ice burst and stuff, but I ended up getting barrage and getting the KC that way now. So ancient staff, rune crossbow, that's about it. So like you don't deal with nerves that much i mean it really is like because like when i see you straight you're streaming this shit i mean so on top of it you're glancing at chat reading it just having a you know jolly old time at the inferno do you ever think like oh if i just literally misclicked right here it's over i mean what's oh, you just don't think question. about that i don't think about misclicks really i think about like distractions and i end up distracting myself a lot Especially mm. recently, I've been getting chanced almost every day. To be honest, I gotta <laughs> admit when that's happening. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that comes from like me getting bored and I, I see. Just losing focus. So more than nerves, I think um, losing focus is the biggest problem with a lot of the low combat stuff. So going, I want to ask uh, you, unpredictable. So with this thirty-one um prayer 50 attack what what combat level is this by the way is this like a lower um, than 35 uh, you said like initially oh no, no no this isn't a low combat attack oh really this is this is just no overheads one defense yeah what what combat level is it though i think it's like 70 it's a max g mauler i see yeah. so this so wouldn't really be as something i think this wouldn't really be as possible like this kind of method you're doing with low prayer like is this even a possibility no. for going it's low? not really possible to do the bosses um I mean, it, it would obviously make the waves a lot harder, too. But, I mean, even just the bosses, uh, you'd be DPS-checked. Okay, so so very, like, theoretical lowest combat Inferno, you guys are theorizing as 35? Is that, like, the very lowest you think you could possibly get it? I think it's 36. I'm pretty cool saying 35. I would say 35, yeah. 35 okay. without, like, ridiculous... Like wasting your life strategies. <laughs> Wait. So what about the most? What about absolute theoretical? I mean, like purely, you are an absolute god wizard at this game, and every single thing went perfectly. Could it go lower? Like, no, that's what I think. Thirty-five is. Okay, so thirty-five and is like robot status of like everything works out in the most beautiful fashion. All the RNG goes your way. What about like all the RNG going your way too? Is that still the lowest? Um, yeah. Okay. There's just too much XP to gain. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I haven't thought about it. Okay, interesting. 35, though. And so right now, it's 39, and that's you, Afsol, that holds that record? Or is it yeah. somebody lower? Okay. No, right now it's 39, but in my opinion, uh, I, a new record is really easily up for grabs. Even if somebody wanted to do 38, I think they could do it pretty easily with the new tech. What, what so um in the beginning of inferno i mean they before it was released they said in, uh that purple sweets wouldn't be able to be used and they're not able to be used how much would that change inferno nowadays if you were able to bring in purple sweets would that be a game changer in certain in certain scenarios when i think purple sweets i think um what do you call uh tick eating with a bring a suffering and a bunch of recoils right let the way level three fire cape is done. So in that case, you can, if they came out with purple sweets, you could probably 
bring down the XP gained in the Infernal all the way down to like just killing the Nibblers during the waves. Wow. So that's for low combat, unpredictable. Yeah, what yeah. about for overheads? Uh, for no overheads, it would definitely make the waves a lot easier. Um, the bosses, triple jads wouldn't change that much. Because uh, purple sweets only heal for one sometimes. So you can't uh, use them to take eat triple jads. Mm. Um, Question for triples. It would help. Could you, like, Gothic's rest for the first of the triples and then red X under the second triple and take eat the third one, if you know what I mean? So let me uh, just have two jads left. If you can figure out a way of doing that, that's an option. But it's probably just worse than doing it normally, if I remember oh, right. Oh right, okay. yeah. <laughs> I planned, I planned this stuff a very, very long time ago. Uh, I, do you remember? Um, do you remember when September joined that one Discord? Yeah, um, yeah. You, uh, I remember. Yeah. Okay, so that's the earliest moment I remember, like having this planned out. Uh, no, not up to as much detail as I had when I actually did it, but... Yeah, I don't know. Do you know who September is? Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, isn't he brothers with Jukebox Romeo? Oh my god, I didn't know that. No, I don't know. I think they're brothers. I'm almost certain they are. Well, They've told me that. Because he used... September used to be pretty active in my in my Twitch stream. And, uh, nice, yeah. yeah. Both. Are, are they... I mean, I know... Because, I mean, Jukebox Romeo is, like, cast number one. That's the first guy I had on. This is back before it was even a Sebe. I mean, I, this is basically like on his channel. This is like I just stole it and said it was a Sebe cast, but uh, it's technically his podcast. I <laughs> just jacked it. Um, but no, uh, pretty sure both of them are like Giga Gamers. Jukebox used to be a, a total skiller, and he became a a no scythe Zuckhelm Iron Man. And September is isn't he like a fucking god at Tob? I know he's made some insane guides for it. He also did no Mage Prayer Inferno, which is interesting. Damn. Yeah, those guys are so, yeah, built different. In... Yeah. September especially. He's... Uh, he's And, uh, okay, I, I could be wrong on this, but at least what I recall was, like, Jukebox played RuneScape as a skiller, Iron Man skiller with very little PVM experience. And then I'm pretty sure, like, he got his brother, September, to start playing. And, like, he was a total... I mean, total beginner at RuneScape, and now he's, like, a god. So I don't know exactly how that happens but it just happened it's crazy i could be wrong on that story slightly but i think that's what at least what i recall hearing uh yeah so i think you know more than we do about them yeah i don't know who this is okay <laughs> interesting no i just uh yeah the only reason i know is because september was pretty active in my stream and him he told me that he was brothers with jukebox romeo so anyway what were you gonna say about him i, I just went on a huge ramble about that oh no yeah uh, I, I was oh, just it, was just, it was just timing when i had this inferno planned and i okay. don't remember why i was bringing that up but <laughs> yeah yeah it, it, it was it was years ago I, I don't remember exactly when so let's uh let's keep talking about the inferno there's a few like different things i want to guys uh, i sort of want to pick your brains on um so neither of you you guys wouldn't consider yourself speed runners you're more like in that kind of niche territory of doing some crazy stuff or low level stuff like would would you say that's accurate yeah, I'd say that's accurate. I've done some, like, speedrun analysis kind of uh, okay. before, but that's about it. Afsol, is that 
pretty good. No, I, I never do a speed running, to be honest. And I don't think it's something I could get into. I, I've seen the way Rasta, Neen, and all those guys click. Yeah. They're just <laughs> talented. Yeah. So who do you who do you think's the best speedrunner of Inferno? Oh, I oh I can't <laughs> believe you asked me this. Um, I I like Neen. I'm gonna say Neen, but objectively Rasta has the receipts, and I have to hand it to him. But I like Neen, and I really wish Neen would just come up and same. I want fucking and Neen beat to, him. I'm same, absolutely. I want Adicon to come. I mean, I think Adicon maybe. Maybe a bit washed up at this point, but he did hold world record uh, Inferno. So I was always hoping that, you know, he would give some competition to Rasta. Uh, what about you on Predictable? Who, do you, who are you claiming as your top speedrunner? I, I would just split up the category a bit more. Naturally okay. talented, I would say Neen. Obviously, current performance, Rasta. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I think uh, I am all about the competition. I want people, to, I want there to be like, you know, three or four or five people that are just always in that very, very close ranking where they keep passing each other and there's always a lot of hype. Rostaman's held the world record for like a year now or something at least, right? I don't think anybody's, be and he's beaten his own record a few times while he was already rank one. As far as I've seen, yeah, I haven't kept up with it too much. Yeah, so I say you're right, mm -hmm. and it's a shame that Neen totally. Has work I, to do, I if you know what I mean. I completely agree. And here's the thing, and I've had this argument with some people. It's just I like giving credit words to. So when you said objectively, like Rossman, hey, he has the receipts. That is exactly where my point stands. Like that's my only point. Was is like I want the best. I want the best speedrunner to hold the receipts. So if Neen really is better, like just fucking grind it out, please. Like, you know, just prove it. Like just just do it. And but but here and this is where the argument gets a little bit like weird is, you know, it's hard to prove because ultimately you just have to have a god run, which just takes run after run after run after run after run, just trying to get the best RNG possible. And on top of that, that also includes in some scenarios chancing yourself repeatedly. I mean, if you just can't get the blood fury heals and you're just on wave, you know, 63 or whatever, and you have to start a wave and you have to tank a... I mean, there's just so... There are RNG elements to it where you're chancing yourself and just it's really just getting that god run again. And hopefully praying for a no pillar or a no uh, a no set Zuck. So... And oh, yeah, that you're is obviously... Nowadays, right? Yeah, you pretty you're much have to pray for this to non-speedrunners. Yeah, yeah, but I, you guys are still in the scene a bit more than me, I think. I haven't looked at the Inferno speedrunning Discord. In okay, okay, maybe we're all on the same page. I, I just like bringing it up though because I, I'm always wait. No, we're not. <laughs> I mean, yes, we are. But I, how about this, Sater? Okay. If you gave, if you took Nain and mm -hmm. you took Rasta and put them on an island for like a year and took them <laughs> off that island. And brought who, them back be alive in front of still? a computer. Who, who would be alive still? Who would no? I'm kidding. Okay, yeah, continue. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, who would you? Um, and you gave them each ten runs to do. Who do you think would win? I'd see, like to believe Neen would. See, that is when things get really interesting because if you were even just discount the island thing, I, I mean, it would be cool to have some private cameras there, see what the hell they're doing, and on a private island for a fucking year. But other than that, like, just exclude that entirely. Just say right now, let's just say you know Neen has had his warm ups. I don't know how rusty he is right now, but let's just say you know, give him give him a few weeks to just like practice. Give 
you know, Ross demanded a few weeks to practice. He's already been practicing. But, like, what, what, how fast could you do if you only had five runs or ten runs? Like, you only have these ten runs. How fast can you go in just these ten? That would be very interesting. Or even five or even just one. Like, you have one attempt right now. If you fail, you fuck up. Like, you probably got to bring a few brews, potentially. Like, that would be interesting. Um, I don't think it would be as interesting as maybe five or ten runs. Maybe ten runs would be the most interesting of, like, really trying to push yourself. But if you haven't gotten a really good time by, like, nine in, that tenth one, you got to, like, really just play it safe, sort of. Yeah, but what if... uh, Okay, let's say we get the winner, and the winner uh, got chanced... And this is all a hypothetical, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Got chance like fifty times, hard chances yeah. throughout the en- entire thing. But I ended up winning, and the other guy just like kept getting like got like ten yep. Tebow zeros in a row. Would you say one is better <laughs> than the other, or one just got the record? Yeah. No, that's just the, won. I know that's the problem with playing an RNG game. Is like that's just and that is literally why I give Rostman even more credit because we're not limiting it to a sample size of ten. We're talking. All of all time, he holds the world record. Out of all the attempts anybody could have possibly done, he still holds the world record. So, like, that is, like, the True, best yeah. kind of gauge we can even have in the first place. Like, we... Yeah, we, shout out Rasta, yeah. but I yeah. love Neen. <laughs> yeah, no, and I want Neen to beat it. But this is just the problem with the game. Like, imagine there was a way to just... Okay, how about this? How about we had an Inferno that was, like, hard mode Inferno, where... You deal... Okay, this would actually be fucking weird. I, I'm already, like, retracting this as I'm saying it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Just So, what if, like, all monsters... <sighs> Never mind. This isn't going to work. I was <laughs> I was going to say, like, what if all monsters had, like, an average hit that they're going to hit you? And you have an average hit that you're going to hit everything. So, that RNG element's out of the play. But at the same time, that would just make the Inferno entirely a different experience. So, I guess I can't really work out i feel like uh people rag on randomization a bit too much because it does make things a little bit more interesting to optimize something probabilistically other than rather than just you know memorizing stuff like i would i wish okay (laughs) tov speedrunners are gonna hate me for saying this but like the nilo room would just it would just be much more fun if it wasn't if the strategy wasn't just memorize. Mm, At least interesting. Um, I used to play Hearthstone a lot, um, pretty competitively. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's like optimizing things probabilistically. That's what that game is all about. Or at least it was when I played. Um, and I just find that much more interesting than, um, yeah, boost brute memorization. I- I'm always really fascinated by that kind of discussion of people preferring staticness over dynamic kind of wave solving because in my head i think there has to be a good balance of it where things do feel stable things feel like they're relatively consistent but there has to be a dynamic element to it but a lot i'm surprised you even said that because so many people love nylo and they they hope that nothing ever changes about it they love that you could solve it so you're canceled yeah <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah i might be by the yeah. tob speedrunners but like there's also the bias that you know people that are really into doing something are going to be more into it more into the current version versus what uh what it could be compared mm. to the general public right that's fair yeah i, I agree with that 
that's kind of the thing with like asking like restricting um votes to people that only do a certain activity mm-hmm. like the people that do that activity are going to be biased towards uh, the way it is now yeah just for that reason i'm not saying that's always, always a bad thing but there is just a bias there yeah they're they're totally right there would be there would be a bias on both sides but there would definitely be a stronger sort of yeah for yeah no that makes total sense so what are your thoughts on like have you done any toa have you done toa room (laughs) actually i i still like toa release um like okay so i got to triple jads on that 31 prayer inferno Mm -hmm. um and then i had to move so that's a big reason why i didn't continue it past then um but then toa came out and i played that for a bit uh and then i i don't know i was i was i was kind of disappointed by toa because uh they promised like adding all these invocations without all these interesting mechanics and challenging things and like for the most part like it does add some mechanics but it just makes things longer and very repetitive i felt and some people do make interesting challenges out of it, um, like noob type made yeah. some cool videos. Um, but in general, I would say I was a little bit disappointed. Mm. Yeah, that's that's the general consensus among people. I feel like Afsol, what have you done any TOA? No, <laughs> not I any. haven't really. I haven't seen any TOA. I don't know how it works. So you really are just an inferno prod. Is that right? Yeah, pretty much. But that's the thing. I think the reasoning is that I'm I'm not done with I'm not done with it yet. Mm. Like what, there's there are still things I want to accomplish. So what are the other pieces of content that like actually excite you? Like just are there any things or like are you just still so focused in on Inferno in general? Um no, I think I'm just focused on Inferno, but with streaming now, I've gotten I'm I'm a type of guy that I think doesn't like change very much, so I like things staying the way they are, and for me to like try and figure out that thing as much as possible. Um, but recently, I've like done Zolra, right, and, and that seems like such a stupid, easy content, but I've been having fun, and it's how things usually go with me when I actually go out and try something else. I enjoy it. That's what happened with Inferno, actually. I only got back into RuneScape to do some PKing what, like after work and stuff like that. My friend was like, no, bro, try Inferno. I, like, I don't want to learn that. But then I did. So what's the plan with uh, Zora? Is it just do Zora and then go back to Inferno? Or now are you kind of expanding your uh, kind of just I'm you're seeing the game as a, more of a whole? Like, I, yeah, I think I'm seeing it more of a whole. I still have like the goal of getting a Zuck patch and then doing six chats. But now it's not like before my perspective was, oh, after this finishes, I'm just going to move on and make another account and do whatever. Hmm. But now I'm like, oh, what if I do solo chambers on this account one day? What if I go learn that? That sounds like fun. What if your what if your hardcore or your last life is lost? Are you still going to continue? No, probably not. I think um, at that point it's worth considering making a new group. So I think that'll be fun. So you wouldn't, I mean, I could see that, but wouldn't you want to almost play on something that doesn't have as much risk just to get some practice in? Because, I mean, if you're learning solo chambers, I mean. Oh, for sure, yeah. I, I think that's like a given. Okay. Um, that is the meta for any 
high risk account like that I see, to I see. just practice on another account that's been established. And I genuinely feel like hardcore group is like the, the peak of like hardcore content because it can't get harder than that. Yeah, it literally can't. Do you think it's possible guys for a uh, group hardcore Iron Man to ever have a Zuckhelm on or is that just unfathomable? Um, I think it's possible. I don't think they're the challenges are that crazy, are they? I mean, they're gonna yeah, keep getting crazier. So. That's the thing, with especially with Coliseum CAs coming out. What's the Coliseum? That's the, <laughs> that's the new piece. Of, well, it, it hasn't come out yet, so we have no idea technically. But that's the new Inferno. It's coming out. Endless. Oh wait, really? Yeah. Really, you haven't even heard of this yet. No, I've been out of the scene for. Yeah, that's uh, for a while now. I just feel like it's been. I feel like it's kind of hard to miss, but um, no, I mean it, it's not. It's not really. I've heard the name. But yeah, it, it. it's not like out or anything. We don't really know. I mean, we're still speculating on what the hell it's even going to be. If it's going to be like a range thing, or you're going to be meleeing stuff. Like we don't really know what the whole mechanics are. But it's supposedly supposed to be like endless, kind of wave based. Uh, that's how you're going to get your new range upgrade, the quiver. But I mean, so the reason I even bring that up is like, ultimately, the and I'm pretty sure tomorrow, literally tomorrow, the DT2 CAs are going to come out as well, which, you know, shouldn't be as like any more difficult than like Awaken stuff. But like, I understand as well, like theoretically, yes, it's possible for a group hardcore to get a Zuck helmet, but I'm talking practically, like, is this actually something that's ever going to happen in the game? I'd say prestige yeah. or not prestige. I don't see. Well, any it, well, it has to be prestige because isn't hardcore prestige? I what I, I that's what I thought, Sater. But I, I don't know. I think some people in the stream today were like sort of questioning if that was the case. What do you I, mean? I okay. Let's assume you have to be prestige. If that's the case, yeah. You, everybody has to get a Tebow. Everybody gets a Shadow Scythe, and yeah. then you can start going for it. Yeah. Good fucking luck. Oh right. Everybody, like if everybody's maxed, then like, run challenges. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that's what I was asking um, Mutz about this. I was like, what is the most optimal team size for this? Because apparently if you're in, like, let's just say you're in a three-man, apparently that was the most optimal in Mutz's view, was getting a three-man hardcore group. And now at that point, the five-man challenges, the eight-man challenges, the four-man challenges, those are all auto-completed because you just actually can't do them because you have to keep your prestige by not raiding with other people. So you only have right. to do the three-man and the two-man tasks and the one-mans. Um, so that makes it slightly nicer, but ultimately you still have to have a giga team that is all pimped out. <laughs> and Can you do a solo team and then does the same? No, you can't. So no. You, you have to do at least a two-man. And, and Mutz was saying that a two-man is not even going to be that feasible either because even though, yes, you won't have to do the three-man challenges or anything, doing like trying to go get a scythe without a scythe at Tom with a two man team is going to be like fucking brutal. Like just, you know, just trying to get the gear to do the tasks basically. I think the hardest part would be just getting people that are good enough at the game to grind out all that stuff and not die. And who also want to, that's, that's the, I think that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Cause it's just, I mean, one little slip up restart. Good luck. Have fun with that. That just, I don't think it's possible. I, 
I have said no, it's, it's I have definitely said, possible. Okay, yeah, I would say it's. I, I would mean, say it's, it's possible, possible, but okay. Let me let me ask you this: Is it going to happen in the next ten years? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. Ten years? Yes. Ten years, I'm, dude. We're gonna have probably, World, yeah. World War Three in ten years. I know. <laughs> Servers are going down. Yeah. Well, that I know. Hey, then it doesn't happen. I don't think it's oh, happening. True. So that's exactly <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I theoretically yes, it's possible, but you have to keep in mind all of your chambers are dangerous. All of your six jads are dangerous. All of your inferno is dangerous. All of your tob is dangerous. All of your toe is dangerous. Like all of this shit is dangerous and you can't be carried in any of this shit. I mean, you literally cannot be carried. It's all you and your two teammates. That uh, apparently is the most optimal team size, three man. I would say, I mean, there are definitely groups of three players that you could make that would be able to do this. But... I mean, I just, a lot of people just don't want to do that because it's a lot yeah, of grinding, I mean, it's, so. yeah, it's stupid. It's just, so we're saying it's impossible because you'll never get people to commit to doing something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, I'm saying it. I'm term. saying it's it's possible, but you might not see it because people don't want yeah. it. A lot of people just don't like doing super long grinds like that. Yeah, so. I mean, it's just stupid long. I mean, the only people that could even reasonably do it as well is it would have to be a team of like mutts, shays, and like praisefoot because they've already proven that they can get a zuck helmet. On a hardcore, so that would be like the trio team, the trio, the trio team dream. You know, you could argue, you know, you get some better players, but that those I feel like are the most qualified and best players. Like those are the best candidates because there's a different play style when you play as a hardcore. You need to know how to instinctually telly. Okay, yeah. I oh, that's that true. Tob and maybe toa. Uh. But like, what what are the other challenges for a hardcore, other than that, for a regular hardcore? There might be, um, like, I would maybe there would be some other people that would be. Uh, I mean, there's not like again, like you guys said, like there's not that many crazy challenging things to do. It's just the accumulation of getting accounts progressed enough to even start doing these challenges. <laughs> yeah, and I then, would say that's the main obstacle. And then, I mean, I'm just imagining like one of the tasks is. Do a five man or do a five jad into a six jad, and it's just like it, with like a that, Tebow for people that rigor. know six jads. That's, that's I mean, I mean that task is no definitely problem. doable, but it's just one of those things where it's like you miss you miss click once and it's, it's over. Okay, you're one one twenty one HP. You'll just tap out if you miss click once. I know, I know. All this stuff is theoretically possible. I'm just like <laughs> the accumulation of all of it, bro. Like what the fuck. I think the most annoying part of it, and I know nothing about uh, like the combat achievements later, mm -hmm. so take it with a grain of salt, that okay. I think the hardest part really is just getting max gear for everybody. Yeah. And then it's a, probably a walk in the park, and I'm, my perspective is probably... I would agree. Also, not knowing that much about CAs. Just, I want to see it happen, because that, that would be the craziest thing of all time. If you had a group... All three part, of them? Yeah. Oh, if they all three... Oh, my God. Like, that would be crazy, because that, that's exactly Wait, what's Yeah, they might as well, right? Yeah, but they that, all that was... need Tebos, <laughs> dude. Dude, I'm just, I'm just thinking they right now. Trade it. If if you had a if you had a three man team that all had Zuck helmets, and let's just fucking like stack on top. Let's just say they all had Blood Torva too. Blood Torva, Zuck helmet, three man group hardcore on my team, dude. I literally, I mean, I'd de iron. I would de. I would just fucking like give my account away to someone. It's just like you just take it. I'm, just, I'll, I'd. 
yeah, just I will do anything. I'll I'll, I'll pay fucking twenty thousand dollars to each of them. We'll just go into debt. Just here you go. You fucking did it because I don't. I just, that can't happen. There's no way. Anybody. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I keep. This is exactly the kind of shit I said. Um, I, I somebody clipped it. It was like because I was suspicious that anybody would even get a Zuck helmet on a normal hardcore. This is when CAs were first released. I was like, there will there will never be a normal hardcore that gets a Zuck helmet. That's impossible. And then Praisefoot did it. And I can't remember what one of, one of the things I said. It was like, um, I don't know. I had some weird thing that I said I'd do. But uh, I just try to ignore it, you know. Somebody somebody commented. Somebody uh, went into like a previous cast and like found where I said what I would do if if a normal hardcore got a Zuck helmet. <laughs> and I just told him to shut the fuck up. Like, don't, 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 don't leak that. What was it? I can't Did remember. I can't remember anymore. It was something like. I don't know. It was maybe I said I de iron or something, or just like that's something I know it's silly just to say, oh, you de iron's like that's not that big of a deal, but it would be a big deal. I can't remember. For your account, yeah. Your account's yeah. like stacked right now. Yeah. I can't remember what it was, though. I'm trying not to think about it because I don't want people to pull it up. They'll have to browse the Save Cast and find it. There you go. Are you editing this part out? <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, nah. We'll just we'll keep it for, you know, for the time capsule's sake. Dude, okay, so yeah, this this is going to be the crazy thing, though. I mean, think about five years from now. People are going to listen back to this episode right now. It's 2029 right now, and they're like, bro, the fucking Giga Legends just got a Zuck helmet on their group hardcore. Like, what, you know, <laughs> where, where's my 20 grand or whatever? That's what they're going to be. Gonna be. Yeah, and then you'll double name change IRL. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, okay, let's actually talk a little bit um more about coliseum i know unpredictable you're kind of out, i've just been out of the scene with all that but th- this is a new piece of content that's coming out i believe in march i think that i think it's coming out with the first installment of varlamore which is the new expansion to zaya that's where the coliseum is going to be and it's going to be a wave-based piece of content that's supposed to be like really really challenging and obviously it's like endless so you just keep fucking going until you die and i'm very curious as to who's gonna like be the best at it because there's a new glory system as well so the further you get and like the more intense it gets like you get glory which is like some point system thing that you can flex to varlamorians and get some you know perks around the city or something like that and you can also just flex it to people i think there might even be like a some sort of leaderboard thing that you can see who's the best. But I'm curious, like, do you think this is going to be like the new sort of, again, this is assuming a lot of things. I have no idea how challenging this is going to be. I have no idea like what the mechanics are or anything, but do you guys think this is something good for the game? That's going to kind of transition people into thinking Inferno is the hardest thing into like seeing the Coliseum as the new, the new, you know, quote unquote shit. Like this is like, this is how you prove your, your PVM worth. What are you guys' thoughts? I definitely like that they're doing more difficult challenges. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know about the, like, just survival thing. Like, hopefully it's, hopefully it gets difficult relatively quickly. Yeah. So it's not just, like, super grindy. And then you're just sitting there in, like, the <laughs> second hour. Just just tick eating. Just repeatedly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, just doing stuff like that. Because I, I definitely could see it being that. Mm-hmm. And then, I, personally, that would make me disinterested. Um, but if it's legitimately really challenging and uh, 
like no it's extremely hard to survive a significant amount of time then i would be interested personally i, I don't know if, i don't know if i'll play it but but you'd keep up with it to kind of see how people how people are doing because i mean Maybe, yeah. well here let me let me get afsol's take and then i'll continue um i don't know like you know me i'm pretty resistant to change i, I so I'm not sure. I think I'll end up having to to give it a shot. I think people are way more cracked now than when Inferno first came out. Like people's like game knowledge and mechanics are like through the roof. I think we're gonna right off the bat get people to in the people get in the lab and figure out the best ways. Like maybe it won't be a one tick alternate flick or two tick flicks anymore. Maybe in that it's gonna be something else, and then people will just solve it that way. Bro, so this, think, this shit's going to be solved so quick. I mean, there's people that are just going to absolutely, within the first week, there's going to be some people that have just already gotten, like, have already completed the impossible. That won't be, won't be like, passed in the next several months. I, I don't know. That's how I feel. But you're totally right. Like, the whole player base is just giga talented and smart now and everything's solved. And... It is interesting how it still takes a while to solve new content. Like, TOA... Um, yeah, it's a good took point. Took a while actually. for the first, like, even took a while for the first expert completion, right? Uh, like, it does still take a while for people to learn mechanics and get used to things. You're right. You're right. That's a good point. I think, and, and I, I'm jaded when it comes to that. I just see it, like, after the after the fact. Like, we see Inferno now, you know, seven years later, and we're like, oh, yeah, of course. Eh, of course. We all knew this. No, we didn't. This is a lot of trial and error. But for sure the player base when it comes to simulating things when it comes to perfect dps calcs when it comes to like it just i feel like i mean we, you look back at the early infernal uh days when like wooks is going for his infernal cape like bro the man was setting down fucking vials for tile markers like we didn't use <laughs> tile markers back then yeah like jesus christ we that was that was different, man. People were not using true tile or tile destination markers or any sort of tiles in there. It was just and no no none of the monsters were tile marked, you know? Like that shit was great. And early Inferno, those fucking mages when they healed a monster, like revived a monster from the dead, they'd get like off cycle, I remember. Yeah, I, re I and they could move as well. I remember just Jesus. seeing the clip of Automology just like sitting there chilling, killing a mage. Oh, it respawns something. Okay, and then, and then it stops the respawn animation and it just runs up to him and melees him. <laughs> <laughs> I need to that, see that. That clip was so funny, dude. That was like you know what? Shout out Automology for getting in his infernal cave. That's fucking respect i mean fucking respect for being a giga skiller and doing that shit hell yeah yeah that's funny i did i have i don't think i remember that clip but yeah there was some crazy stuff back then but yeah nowadays it's like bruh do you see people's clients like what do your clients look like i mean my clients getting a little bit crazier as well but like i i try to keep my aesthetics pretty nice and clean for the most part i try to use the minimal stuff not always but most of the time i don't want my game looking like a fucking circus I think I'm fairly minimal. I, I still use, like, fixed screen. Um, and I use, like, uh, tile indicators. Low detail mode, just because I don't have the best computers usually. So um, you just, yeah, you just go no RAM. Else. No RAM, just take out your RAM sticks out of your computer, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uploaded it all. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Afsal, what are your what are your thoughts on plugins in general? Do you do you just you know? Um, 
I think I'm like pretty in line with unpredictable for like how we like the client. I'm like a fixed user as well. I feel like we're we're a dying breed, aren't we? Unpredictable. Everybody's going like resizable. They're using yeah. I mean, resizable is just better, right? For PBM uses anyway. I'm fixed. Well, I'm objectively, fixed probably you get more real estate, right? But I don't know. I guess we're stuck in our ways. Like Dex still plays in um in fixed screen as well, and Dex has got like. Probably the filthiest clicks I've ever seen. I feel like it's like past PKers usually that are fixed screen users. Because I in like uh, pre EOC, I was I was a high risk PKer. That was my start. Um, and that's I don't know. I do feel like there's a correlation there. Yeah, PKers tend to use that. I feel like it's a good thing to have all your. I mean, technically, if you're resizable, if you as long as you stay on the same resolution and. Everything like everything remains pretty nice, and you get your muscle memory down pretty quickly. But I, I'm a fixed player as well. But I'm a fixed like stretched player because my eyes are fucked. Just like I got those old man eyes already, so I need I can't be I can't be staring at a tiny little screen like that. Yeah, fair enough. I'm probably nerd necking a bit too much, yeah. so maybe I should too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, as you can see on, on my Discord profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> literally oh my god um yeah i didn't actually know what that was at first glance it just looked like a bunch of like scribbles <laughs> yeah 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 it's we were playing some some drawing game and so, somebody drew me that's an inferno mage on that monitor and then me with the 90 degree angle neck oh my god that's awesome um yeah, so it's gonna be. I don't know. It's just it's crazy the game we play nowadays. I mean, do you think? I mean, I already know the answer to this. I just ask mainly just for thought provoking discussion potentially of just like, you know, we. I think of God Wars Dungeon for example. Like back in the early early days, you you see Cloud Badass or fucking Reed or Lake or Latius or all these you know Giga gamers flicking God Wars, and this is before you know the GE challenge came out and just was like, hey, here's how you just fucking solve this shit and just bofa it down and don't take any damage. Um, the game was so different back then, but now we play a game where it's like you just click here, click here, click here. Like everything is tick mapped out. Everything is tile mark to exactly where you need to go i mean in my and so the reason i'm even bringing this up is because like i feel like it's fine for the most part to have the game that we have now and have it continually progress and we just get it's it looks completely foreign to what the game was six years ago but ultimately this is the trajectory we're on and uh, i don't think it's going to stop anytime and we're you know it's just what it is so i've accepted it and i'm actually kind of happy about it and i think the game is still like I think the game's actually probably more fun, arguably, with this kind of quality of life. But what are your guys' like thoughts on in general of like the game getting a bit easier with all these plugins and stuff? Is it the plugins you think that that are doing it, or are people's just better understanding of game mechanics and distribution of that knowledge? I mean, it's that, but I think the plugins are definitely making it a lot more reasonable. Uh, what marking tiles? Yeah, marking tiles, um, just true tile in general. I mean, you just think of Akka, like Akka Butterfly. I know you, ne neither of you guys have done much TOA, but like, I mean, back in the day, like if Toa were to have come out when Inferno came out where nobody was using tile markers, bruh, no, I, it would be, it, I don't think people would have discovered Akka Butterfly for several months. 
Uh, I don't know about that. I feel like they still would have. I mean, I mean, the game's still a grid, right? And people, people still map things out, take perfectly. Uh, I'm assuming they would if there are no tile markers. Although, if maybe they would, maybe uh, tile markers are kind of an indication that people do think that way. Yeah, um, it's, it's. But I. But yeah. I personally, I personally enjoy the way we we have gone down. I mean, some things have been devalued. I think for years, like in the early cast, I was I always mentioned my kind of like disappointment with um, traditional God Wars dungeon not being like melee flicking because I thought that was a lot more like intense and a lot yeah, more engaging. I agree with more. you there. And so now it's just like run around and shoot shooty tooty roy. But what was it? Shooty tooty point and sh- or whatever. <laughs> Rudy, oh, yeah, Rudy yeah, tooty yeah. point and shooty. There we go. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there are some, some things that we miss, but I think ultimately with the game being, I mean, cause I'm a rhythm based player. I, I can imagine both of you guys are too. Do, do, have you guys ever played any like rhythm games in the past as well? Like, do you guys have that like natural sort of rhythmic intuition? I wouldn't Not say so for me. Really? So this just came with RuneScape. I mean, you just, cause yeah, maybe you do it enough times here. Just muscle memory, I guess. I mean, let me ask you guys this. Do you guys count your ticks or is it just fully intuition? I count my ticks. What do you mean by counting ticks, I guess? I guess like you're actually in your head in some sort of fashion, kind of having a counter going on. I don't know if you actually are counting it like in your minds. Like you're, It's not like you're narrating it necessarily, but you're kind of like maybe it's like your mind's eye kind of counting it sort of but then there's also like the feel. i definitely time them um but is it is but is it like the feel of it like where you it's okay like i'll put like this analogy where you're driving on like a long road trip and you literally have forgotten that you're driving like you just are a complete autopilot it's just like you're uh, that's probably not the best analogy but I, i get what you mean yeah you don't have to think about it in order to time it maybe yeah okay yeah definitely at so this that, point. That's where you're at. What about you, Afsal? Do you have to like focus more? Um most of the time I'm doing Inferno, right? So for Inferno, the original the initial wave setup where you have to like run around and make sure everything's off ticked and plan out what you do next and stuff. The first maybe five to ten seconds of a wave is like I have to think about the ticks and I'm counting them, making sure like I'm going out at the right timings and stuff, but after that, I go into autopilot because all you do is sit there and flick, and there's nothing to think about. I see. Yeah, it's like if you have something to count the ticks for, then mm. I count them. But timing it is just, just, just natural. Yeah, if you're like lazy flicking a mage, you're not counting up to four every time. Yeah, like, exactly. We're not in preschool. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh... I want to kind of take a detour right now. And, uh, well, here, let me actually, just to finish off on the Coliseum thing, I just kind of went on a tangent. But um, who do you think will be, like, the up and... Like, who do you think will be, like, the top uh, Coliseum peeps at the beginning? You guys have any, like, thoughts on, like, names? I, I wonder how similar it would be to Inferno. I feel like a lot of the techniques you learn in Inferno are specific to Inferno. But maybe the like flicking patterns and making all the npcs like off ticked using like a two tick lick and stuff like that that tech is like revolutionary for inferno i don't know if something like that is going to exist in coliseum if not then i think it's 
then then the Inferno people don't have much of a leg up uh, versus the other high tier PVMers maybe. So if that's the case, I think like people like Port, Noob Type, and guys will be up there. Yeah, I would just say whichever like really good PVMers are active at the moment. Like I, I think Port and yeah, as you said, Noob Type. Noob Type, they're fucking goat, dude. Did you see? Did you see Noob Type do twenty seven Awaken Leviathans in one inventory yesterday? I saw you retweet no. that like 15 hours ago. Bruh. That's crazy. Bruh. Like, just to put into... I just had Noob Type on the cast, and he was talking about this. But for those that might not have heard that, or for your guys' sake, this guy brought in a fucking air staff with a Fally Shield 4 and a Ring of Shadows. And the Ring of Shadows holds um, almost enough runes for the Shadow Barrage thing to stun uh, Leviathan. But he has to bring the air staff for the additional runes. And then in his, in, in his inventory, he has a T-Bow and 27 Awakened Orbs. He doesn't have any sort of run energy. He, like, he has to preserve his run energy. has to preserve his fucking prayer. He can't fuck up 27 times in a row. Like, bruh, what the hell? Like, what the hell is that, dude? <laughs> Seriously, what the hell yeah, is that? Like, lot. that is... I, I And I, like, made this because somebody had, like, posted it on Reddit as well. And I just made a comment. I'm like... Dude, can you imagine being 26 deep and just the fucking pressure? Fucking pressure for the last the last Awakened Leviathan. I mean, obviously, noob type just built different. But, bro, if you fuck that up, you're, you're really going to do all that again? You're going to go for 27 again? Like, just right now? Oh, my God. Dude, the nerves, the just the, just the sheer mechanical ability to not misclick. I mean, it's not just doing an Awakened Leviathan. I have to keep reminding myself that. It's like... This shit is preserving run energy continually and one tick flicking your fucking prayers so you don't lose prayer points. He can only use up to like, I think he said 10 prayer points or like it was like 8 to 12 or something. Somewhere in that range of prayer points you can use per kill, basically. Like, Jesus, dude. I'm just... Oh, because he brought the Valley Shield. Yeah, he right. brought the okay. Valley Shield. I'm just like... Fucking guy's insane. He's always, yeah. He's he's gonna be the he's just gonna destroy the Coliseum. I think. You know when you listed out a bunch of players that are good at hardcore Iron Man. Yeah. Um, that would be make a good hardcore group team mm-hmm. for going for, uh, GM. Mm-hmm. Like as you were saying that earlier, I was thinking, huh, what team would I want to see in a group? And I, I immediately thought Port, uh, Port and Noob Type. I can't think of a third off the top of my head, but those two are like. Uh, the best PVMers in the game, in my opinion, right now. Yep, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it the th- again, but it goes back down to like tele intuition. Like, oh, absolutely. You yeah, have yeah. to know how to play hardcore. It's a different beast. For most people, myself included, like tele intuition is like overlooked. You're absolutely right. That That holds a lot of weight. Yeah. And the three I listed, I mean, just the the three hardcores that have gotten a Zuck helmet, I just think they are the most qualified. But don't get me wrong, Port Gazard, Noob Type, if they had the determination and the drive to pull the shit off, I mean, I have no doubt whatsoever that they could probably do it. it but it's the drive. And that's the thing. I don't think that's something Port will ever be interested in. I, I have no idea. I yeah, I mean, they, I mean, there would have to be like a fucking like legitimate prize pool. Like you guys do this, and we'll. We're going to crowdsource like half a million dollars for you guys. Here you go. Like something like truly driving. Like this is a driving force now. Like fucking do this shit. Like we want to see it, you know. 
I just feel like if there's uh, the only thing on the line is like a little bit of like, I don't know, 2000 Twitter upvotes. Like that's it. Like that's <laughs> like that. I don't yeah. think that's worth it. There's so much like um, real life pressures that keep people out of this game from accomplishing a lot of things. That's a, I think that that's also overlooked a lot of the time. Like unpredictable has IRL commitments. That's why you can't just sit here and mm -hmm. do no overheads all the time. Okay, well, that was your original reason. <laughs> anyway, I don't oh. have that excuse anymore. <laughs> I mean, I'm busy right now, but yeah. there have been times where I haven't been busy and I just yeah. haven't done it. It's I'm just, it's, yeah, there's there's a lot of reasons. And so much yeah. of his game, I mean, the, the shit that you guys do and the shit that, like, Noob Type does or Porkas are, like, bruh, like, what the fuck? Like, that is just so tedious. Like, most players would see that as, like, oh, my God. Like, can you... Like, I don't know if it's even, like, in your guys' standards. I mean, doing 27 Awaken Leviathans, like, are you guys, like, even if you got, like, really good at it, like, is that even something you'd be have any interest in doing? Like, fuck. Like, that is just, it's literally five hours of your life just repeating this thing and don't mess up. Oh, like, five just, hours, yeah, I, I wouldn't see Sounds that. unbearable, bro. <laughs> some, like, some of the six strat challenges, even, I mean, they didn't take that long, comparatively, and... Mm -hmm. It's just not fun to me yeah, after, yeah. after a certain point. I like the shorter, more... I don't know. I'm more of a planner, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. I don't, I don't, I don't like executing the super long challenges. Interesting. Is there anything... Um, so, okay, let me think about this. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I actually don't know this, and I, I want to ask you guys. So... Is Porkazard the only guy to have gotten a level three fire cape post all those patches? Is he still the only one that's done that? I think so. Okay. I wouldn't know. So, Afsal, could you like explain like what? I mean, I could pull up the video as well, I guess. But like that—that that is insane, right? Like the shit he did. Didn't it take? I, I don't know how many hours it was, but it was some like ridiculous amount of hours to pull that shit off. Do you have any like info on that that I wouldn't have immediately? Info for timing, no idea. But it's 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 this again. much much harder than the like elemental shield stuff back then, bro. Okay, where the hell is this? I gotta pull this up. Oh my god, this guy is fucking insane. Like, where is this? Can't find it right now. When did he do this? The uh, um, three combat. Oh, here it is. December seventeenth, twenty twenty-one. First post patch three combat fire cape achieved. Bro, okay, yeah. Again, one k, one k fucking Twitter likes. That's what that's what you get for doing this fucking insane, impossible shit. God, bro, he's literally just fucking. Why does it keep playing the audio? He's like just wandering around, picking up fucking flyers off the ground and like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, bro. I do remember being impressed with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, bro. Okay, let me just link this to you guys. Like, this is just. I have it open. Okay, that same it. item is uh, really useful for the no overheads Inferno. That teal book. Yeah. Oh my god. 
Okay, 10 melees were killed using this method over a 40-hour run. Bro. Yeah, that kind of stuff is why I never really got into uh, doing low combats myself, too. Low combat infernos. Oh my god, dude. I'm just like thinking of like the brain aneurysm I'd fucking get from doing something like that. Like just it's <laughs> even if I had even if I had the clicks, the focus, the everything like bro, just the, the executing it. It's like wow oh my god. Forty hours, bro. Oh my god. Yeah, that he's just built so differently. Um anyway, uh like so speaking of Pork Azard, actually one of his Twitter topics on uh, your guys's cast thread was um, well he has he has a question for each of you Afzal what was your immediate reaction to seeing the Far East healer spawn at Zuck any <laughs> other crazy death stories that stick out can you explain that can you go into that yeah so if for those that don't know um, I got to Zuck for the first time on the 39 combat infernal accounts in February of 2022 and it wasn't until two months later that I got back there and actually finished it. But when I got to Zuck for the first time, the account, it, um, I got to, uh, like I pulled the mage out. You know how you stack seven mages, you pull one of the mages out, and that one mage that you pulled out is there to block the healers from getting to you after you tag them off of Jad when you have to. The problem was there was an, a very low probability that a healer would spawn on a tile where you can't tag him off without him coming out and beating you up. So, I got that, and the fir ver the only time I get to Zuck, I I get that rare healer spawn. How rare is it? Do you know the percentage? I I'm calling it rare. I think Unpredictable actually has numbers for it, but like I think it's like less than a one in ten or something, isn't it? Uh, uh yeah. Like for I don't for reference, the exact numbers off the top of my head, but yeah, I think I, it's less I've than one in ten. Done Inferno twenty seven times now on the hardcore group account, and I've gotten it once. Once, so. <sighs> It is pretty rare, and for it to have happened immediately, that's like a punch in the, you know. So, I, at first, it was like just panic and like, no, it's over. I, like, I either give up now or I just continue flicking and postponing like my death. Um, <laughs> I pulled through. I triggered the jet, the Zuck healers, and they came out. Now I'm flicking Jad, and I'm flicking Zuck. Uh, sorry, I'm flicking Jad and the seven mages while doing the Zuck healers. And I, w I was almost done, to be honest, I, I think. Yeah, you did pretty well. With that. I just finally messed up, and it was just heartbreaking. Uh, fuck, man. Yeah, so I don't know, just um, pain and, like, doom. <laughs> like, well, when I saw that, I was like, no way this happened. This is, like, impossible in my head to have happened. Oh, my like, God. But yeah, on the flip side, the RNG... Uh, pulled through. I tanked a Zuckade on 39. <laughs> uh, uh, um, like two months later. That's good. That's the universe trying to heal you. Yeah. And there is a method for uh, mitigating the risk of that that corner. Yeah. And oh, really? So there's a way to always prevent it? Yeah. There's like an Easter egg and unpredictable. Like I, I sat with him after dying that first time. I was like, how do we do? How do we fix this, man? What do we do? And like he came up with like a method that's like makes it zero like a zero percent chance for you to possibly die to that healer 
Um, How does it work? And um, it has to, oh, how do I put this? You have to red X, like run under the mage and hollow out some of that mage's tiles that you pull out. That, you know how you pull one mage out? Uh-huh. You hollow out like three of his westernmost tiles, pretty much, and then you drag another mage to into him. It's hard to explain. So then mm. that mage that you pulled out now can move another tile east. So yeah. it's, it's hard to explain, but like normally you can only pull it out all the way, and then you don't try again because it might roll to go north or it might roll to go like another direction might be a problem. Okay. What, Anyways, what if, it has to do what, with red texting. What if it did go north? Or um... Then it's no problem. Then you can't roll again because if it goes north twice, I think that's a problem. Okay. So sometimes you do take that one in three chance where it could go north or go east or... Bro, who... Okay, what the fuck? Like, who... Is that exact that came up with this initially? Like, who... who is, what is the accumulation of any of this shit? Like, stacking mages and making it, like, possible to even do these low combat infernos. Like, when did all this discussion come about? Who is to be, like, credited for the, just... I just think to myself, I'm like, bruh... Was this already like pre-simulated or do the simulations come out after people have real life tested, like getting to Zook and seeing what all the safe spot tiles are for the fucking shield and the, all this stuff? Like, like what, what is and happening And that's here? Port's question on Predictable, the second one, right? Oh, lo- okay. Let's, let, me, let me ask this first and then we'll get into it. Unpredictable, is there any story behind the development of the original set stacking method at Zuck? I'd love to hear the process of how it came to it. Exa- yeah, that's exactly my question, actually. Uh, okay, so, originally I had, um, like, Exact and I were both interested in Low Combat Inferno. Uh, I don't remember the exact timeline, but at some point, um, he wanted a method where he kept the Jad alive, if I remember right. Um, I mean, this, okay, I don't think this was an actual method, but I, I do remember... Him like uh, wanting to army skip with a dark bow or something like that. Do you remember? Do you remember that, Happy? Yeah. So yeah. dark bow is like a nine tick weapon or something, and he, he, every time you come back to the side of the healer, you dark bow it and then go back to the other side and come back. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Then um, I had the idea of trapping the healers inside of one of the other minions. Genius. Um, uh, I don't know. Somebody else would have come up with it. Um, but yeah, because then, I mean, they're trapped inside the, inside the, well, it ended up, ended up being the mage, um, to be easiest to do, and the mage is larger, so there's that. Um, so you aggro them while they're inside, they can't get out, because, uh, yeah, they're trapped inside the mage, right? Um, so, I think I posted that just in the Inferno speedrunning Discord, because there wasn't, there weren't many people doing this at the time. So it's just like I think this is the meta for for low combat. Uh, and then Exact and I started talking, uh, and I remember we we were talking for a while. And eventually, um, because if you only have one mage, um, the only way of getting it to the right place is it's like a semi RNG process um, because you just walk under it and it can go any of four directions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we wanted a better method than that. Uh, so I think I think I had the idea of adding an additional mage 
in order to prevent it from going in a certain direction. Um, and then I think it was Exact that had the idea to just add another mage um, in order to have one north of um, the mage that you want to move in front of the Jad and one south of it. Uh, and then, yeah, I think that was that. And then he came up with the details because, um, he, well, he was the one actually doing low combat attempts at the time. Um, but the interesting thing is that was actually that was actually made with the intention of like still having mages and ranges spawning um, after Jad and during Jad even. Uh, that's why in my video, like I mention like the rangers and mages or something like that. I don't remember the details. Um, but then it was exact on one of his low combat completions that actually like all of a sudden another set wasn't spawning. Um, so that's the first inkling we had that you could just um, pre-stack all of the mages. Jesus. Um, and so no more sets would spawn besides the mage after the jad, of course. Um, and then that, that really simplified things. So that was prop. was that like the aha moment? Like, oh shit, like these end up the, because wouldn't it be like if they endlessly stacked, wouldn't that be an issue that would, it might be an issue for shield health. Um, but there are ways to mitigate that. Okay. Well, Probably the aha thing was just blocking the healers. I see. Damn. That's crazy. <clears throat> that's crazy that i mean i just remember watching exact doing those early streams where he was doing that shit and everybody in the chat's question marking like what the hell are you doing like why are you running to like this really far corner why are you trying to step under the mage like what is happening so crazy i really hope that uh you know with future releases we can still kind of experience some of that like crazy i mean we still see it i mean literally just yesterday the 27 awaken leviathan like that's something where it's like bruh we're seeing this crazy shit again that we just you don't think is really possible and then it ends up happening so yeah it's kind of i think cool. solo top has some really good content out there too yes yeah. that's one thing i was maybe gonna get into oh did you ever um, uh do any like attempts or just no. kind of theory no theory but i, I think um, even before all the gear upgrades, I think uh, one mm. fence uh, solo is uh, pretty doable. And now there are a bunch of gear upgrades, so yeah, now, yeah, yeah. I would say very doable. Yeah, solo Tob is... Uh, I always wonder, like... I mean, at least, I don't know. I mean, you guys aren't really like in that scene exactly, but I always thought it would have been cool if they got rid of like the P2 Verzik, like yeah. 15 <laughs> minutes of bullshit. That was that was one of the like I just didn't want to do that. That yeah. was one of the big barriers for me anyway. Yeah, just a lot of tedious just waiting around sort of. Um if they I don't know, like that would be kinda cool if they somehow like changed a mechanic to just make that go way faster or make it like not even necessary really and there's something with hard mode, right? Doesn't hard mode Yeah, I can't I I am not familiar enough with hard mode. Is it only that one red crab spawns maybe? It's something it's something different. You're not doing the same thing. I can't remember though. I wouldn't I think I've only seen a few attempt or a few uh, hard mode runs, and I can't even remember. But it, it is something different than normal. You probably know more than me. Okay. Um, here's a topic from Tukin. Afzal, any ideas for hard mode Inferno? Also, when are we getting a gym sesh? And um, 
I don't really have any ideas for hard mode Inferno. Like if they ever end up coming out with something like that, I, I, I feel like I don't know who the best people are really to, to determine the best design for like content like that. I really don't. So I, I the, the things the easiest things that come to mind are like oh just make them stronger, or like make them have more HP, and that's like the most annoying thing ever. Maybe stronger that it's more punishing, but maybe like um. A new special ability for each of the NPCs, just to force you to move more. You know, I, I think that's the thing. Like it, for for in low common Inferno and stuff, the the only pressures for you to leave, uh, to move or go do anything is to chase the nibblers or to get in a new position for when the melee digs. Mm. If there were other pressures from other NPCs to you know maybe a bat can like moves randomly at some point and you have to reposition or something like that maybe that'll be cool i don't know that comes to mind just everything can dig everything can do something <laughs> unique yeah now i used to have the idea that maybe like lower hp jads in the waves or something like that um Ooh. that could be interesting and maybe iconic yeah it's interesting that just feels like any change you make it's gonna feel like at least in my opinion hard mode tom people end up just not liking it I, that's what i have seen there's a lot of people that probably like hard mode top more than normal but it feels like people just find it kind of like annoying like it feels pretty much the same but there's some annoying mechanics and now i have to pay attention to and it's like uh so it's it would be very i'd be very impressed if they could come out with a hard mode inferno that actually feels like more fun rather than just because i mean there's always ways to just make shit more tedious if you want but that's not really yeah. the way to go down i would want it to have like a an actual non-cosmetic reward too oh really what would what, what are your thoughts like an actual I don't improved know, just infernal like a couple cape? more strength bonus or okay. something on your infernal cape just something yeah. non-cosmetic make it make it like more black the uh the cape i don't know how you would just like I'm just looking at the cape right now, like what you could do to pimp it out. Maybe make it gold trim, make, spray that mustard all over it. No, I'm kidding. Don't actually do that. I don't know what they could do. Cosmetic. Because it would, it, would, it would have to be a cosmetic thing as well, but add a few strength too. Interesting. Yeah, cosmetics, that's, that's not my area of expertise. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, unpredictable. Mo hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Most interesting slash obscure game mechanic that people may not have encountered. 
Um, I'm surprised he's asking me this question. Uh, I'm not the most uh, game mechanic knowledgeable person. I guess, okay, I'll, I'll answer something for the Inferno because there I do know stuff. Okay. I would say maybe the exact healer mechanics at Zuck. Zuck healer mechanics and optimizing things that way. I I don't I find that interesting. Because, um, yeah, it was a few years ago um, where I just, like, looked at a bunch of reruns and uh, figured out the Zuck healer mechanics. And they actually work very similar to, like, an Ulm head. Um, like, it, it looks in your current direction, shoots in your current direction, stuff like that. Mm. Um, and there are a lot of interesting ways of um, optimizing certain challenges that would be difficult to just do um, without optimizing things with that knowledge. Okay. Like, I was thinking of doing, as a challenge idea, maybe... Um, like you let Zuck heal to full and then you do a full army skip, something like that. It, and healer skip. I think that could be an interesting challenge that that knowledge would help a lot with. I mean, do the average. I don't think I mean, you can the, mitigate all damage, could you? No, you can't mitigate all damage, but you can mitigate it enough so you can um, just like relatively easily eat through it. Oh, I won't say easily, but <laughs> realistically. <laughs> um, eat through it with uh, not too much food. So you're matrixing all the healer fireballs and army skipping and killing Zuck at the same time with a uh, speed and attack cycle from Jad, from Zuck. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> and like the healer attack cycles are three tech, right? And um, the Zuck attack cycle posts post healers is 7 tick the shield rotation is 60 ticks and that 7 tick attack cycle um it's gold prime with both 3, three and 60 right so that makes it a very long cycle you, I mean you could try to come up with a method where you just um, memorize a 60 tick cycle 1 shield rotation cycle um, okay, well, maybe two of those because Jad attacks every eight ticks. But, uh, yeah, it just makes it really interesting and very complicated. It'll um, it'll look that. like you're doing it in, like, reactively. <laughs> yeah, but in yeah, reality, exactly. you've, like, mathed it out to the max. Yeah. Jesus, you guys are... Or, yeah. or that you're, like, getting lucky, you know? <laughs> maybe it'll look like, oh, yeah. he's getting so lucky. Another... Like, yeah. it, it could just look like complete magic. Unless you had like a billion tile markers everywhere, which it might be hard to do without that. But kind of want to see that happen now. Yeah, I mean, before I, that's one of the things I was gonna try before I stopped playing. Damn, we gotta get you. Uh, we gotta get you back into it. I gotta see this shit. I think there are other people definitely capable of doing that. Oh, he, this is actually a question I had previously when I was asking about uh, your pin tweet of the. 31 prayer account is there any account that's walking around right now in game that has no protection prayers that has an infernal cape i wouldn't think so 
Bruh. But that, again, it would if somebody wanted to create like a um just a main basically that just had 31, 31 mm-hmm. prayer. That would that would be um very doable. Or even just even just not one defense. So what is it about thirty one prayer? That is that just because you need Wait, why is it? Why is it thirty-one? <laughs> thirty-one. Pra- the original motivation was uh, I wanted a maxed G Mauler with an infernal cape. I see. I see. Oh, so, so you can so do it on actually, one prayer, yeah. technically. Yeah, one prayer would make it harder to do on one defense because the current Zuck method, uh, the not there are two main methods, um, uh, I thought of. Um, one of them's just like super grindy, a little less RNG. Hmm. Uh, but the more realistic one still has some DPS RNG. For one defense, anyway. Damn. So it's possible, like significantly possible, to have a one prayer main account with an Infernal Cape. Yeah. Bro. And, and not main as well. It would just be a bit harder. Bro, we, ne- we need to fucking see that. So I don't know who it's going to be, like... I mean, I'd, I hope I would hope it would be you, but like, bro, we we gotta see that. Like, I want to see that shit. Holy shit! I I think uh, I think there are a few other people that um have been wanting to try it, and um just out of respect for me, thinking I would thinking I would do it, but mm. I haven't tried it. Okay, well, that would be uh, a really crazy thing because that was something that I feel like almost the entire community thinks is impossible. But you saying that no, it is possible. It just obviously takes planning and fucking understanding, and that's crazy. I didn't actually think yeah, it was it's, possible. It's also like uh, solving the waves uh, on that challenge is much more fun, in my opinion, than most other Inferno challenges. You have to mm. be really creative. Uh, that's what got me hooked. Okay. Have you recorded your uh, your run? Oh, uh-huh. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have. You still have that footage. Would... Yep. Okay. Cool. Cool. Anyway, what are you gonna say, Afzal? I was just gonna ask. It, hypothetically, if you could sit down for two weeks, do you think two weeks from now there would be a a main with one prayer with an infernal cape? You could probably yeah. do that within two weeks, I imagine. Yeah. Bro. I mean, I got to. It was like when I first started this. I started it on my main. It was in practice for a one defense, but yeah, I started on my main. Uh, got to triple jets just within a few days. Died to a dumb mistake. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool that that's possible. I want to see it. Okay. Um, here's a thing or a question from Tavern. I don't understand this. You guys will have to explain it to me. Any thoughts on 47? <laughs> I saw that one too. I don't, I don't know what that means. Uh, I think I know what it means. Uh, my only reaction is I hate 47. I freaking hate 47. Is this? And we'll leave it at that. Uh, is wave 47 okay, okay. Inferno? Is that what okay. I mean? Yeah, wave 47 Inferno. It's like the hardest wave. It's like the double blob, right? No, double bat, one blob. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the hardest wave. Yep. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Realistically, set forty-seven does pose like for uh, low combat. If you were to hypothetically not have pillars, forty-seven 
probably does have the potential to pose the greatest problems. Damn. Out of yeah. Always. And Even more the than reasoning, six. right? Okay. Yeah, the reasoning uh, that it's maybe harder than 62 is because in 62 you have the, the ranger that you can use as a pillar. Mm. But in 47, you, you're limited with where you could stand. Oh, interesting. That's funny. It's actually easier to have another NPC there. Yeah, because, like, I mean, flicking a mage in the blob, uh, you're already praying range at uh, the right times, usually. Mm. As long as you had them off ticked. Okay. Um, the Doc Chris is asking, what do you think is the most important element from Inferno that could be applied to future content? Any thoughts? Kind of I would say randomization. Okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how... I don't do a lot of other content, so I can't say if this has been is this is being done a lot. But like just off taking several monsters at the same time mm. that you could do an inferno, it'd be interesting to do that to like a whole cluster of mobs somewhere else, and you have to intentionally off take them. You can't just accidentally have them off ticked or they just spawn off ticked or something like that. Mm. But what about so? Is it one of those things where like? In order to off-take it, you have to take unnecessary damage? Or would there be a way to perform it or execute perfectly where you can off-take them? As long as you play perfectly, you actually won't, wouldn't take any damage. Because that is the kind of stuff um, I like. I like it when it is always possible. As long as you can strategically solve this shit, it's always possible to take no damage if you're like absolutely flawless in your clicks and everything. I feel like yeah, having I think to as take... A yeah. As it stands right now, I think a lot of the cases are that you might take a little bit of damage trying to off-tick them, even mm -hmm. in Inferno, unless you plan the wave out, like, I from tick one. Like, if you're a main and you actually played really well, you can, like, step under the bats and stuff like that, too, right? And, like, intentionally off-tick them. Maybe you'll tank a bad hit or something. That's not a big mm -hmm. deal. I, 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 I think chip damage is okay in some scenarios. I mean, I don't... I think uh, if you play perfectly, you should complete it every time. Unless you get, like, super unlucky if you have a lot of, a lot of randomization in the challenge or something. Um, so, but I don't, I don't see the... Uh, this... I don't see the point for zero damage in particular. See, this might be, like, a hot take, but um, when I watch, like, for example, Scotty running Infernos, that's usually the streamer I watch when for speedrun Infernos, it... Like, I guess in my head, and this is some, coming from somebody that doesn't do Inferno often. Like, I've, I've done my Zuck Helmet Inferno, like, a couple years ago, and that's it. But, um, like, it would be almost cooler in my view. You guys can just completely reject this if you want. But if every wave started and there was, like, a good solid, like, two-tick window where nothing attacks you. So you do have, like, a full-on, like, second and a half to just kind of get your bearings. And so if... If on, you know, if, you know, unluckily you only had one HP to deal with, you're just like starting a wave with one HP, there would be a way to, without RNG, see the wave immediately and be able to plan just within a couple of ticks how to like maybe off tick a few things just so like from the get go, you're not chancing yourself. And so I don't forget uh, mm -hmm. just to respond to that real yeah. quick. I think, you know how like um, the no 
no barrage Leviathan. I don't know what that challenge was uh, exactly, but mm-hmm. what I remember from that is you had less than a tick to react yep. to the attacks. Mm-hmm. I think in Inferno, you literally do have less than a tick where you can react. Like the very first tick that everything spawns, it's not you just immediately can choose attacking. to put true. your prayers on. Yeah. True, true, so true. if you're actually God mode, you can like <laughs> literally see okay. where if like that a ranger spawns next to you and a mage is really far away, you should be able to, um, in theory, pray range first. Okay. So you're saying already in theory it is possible. And that's, yeah. No, I mean, I guess that that's fair. And but you're just saying I, let's give him like two three ticks. Yeah, I guess like I, I don't know. I don't. I even think, think that's a really interesting idea, actually. It's just, I it's wonder just... when the speedrunners will do that. Actually, like where they're reacting in the higher waves to what where the mobs are, and then clicking the nibblers after, and maybe losing a tick. I don't know if that's worth it. It's just I would almost want it to be something where like you are you are given a few seconds to solve and this is this doesn't even have to be given to the inferno but I guess in regards to this question like what is an important element from inferno that could be applied to something else almost if there was a wave based mini game it could be from Coliseum or just some other future stuff but like something where you actually are given a couple seconds to kind of figure out shit and maybe it's even way more complex than inferno where you're just given a few seconds kind of everything's Everything's kind of spawning, you know, like the monsters are kind of spawning. They have these animations where like it gives them, I don't know, maybe even five ticks to fully form and then everything starts shooting. Just so it's not just like from the fucking like milliseconds, like you're just like, okay, like in in it and then you have to chance yourself potentially if you're not like a giga brain, giga clicker. Like it would be interesting, I guess, for the future of something like that where the meta is not, you know, I mean just to chance yourself or the meta's not to, I don't know. Like what, one of the, I don't know. That's just how I think, I guess. I think the strategy, you could be given a few seconds to kind of figure things out with a few seconds. No, I, I, yeah, I do actually like that idea. It's like, it puts more emphasis on like on the spot planning versus, uh, I guess, muscle memory or mm-hmm. pen and recognition. That would be really interesting, actually. Now that I think, imagine even like uh, an encounter that's like really quick. Let's just say it's like ten waves or something. A ten wave encounter that from the get go is very challenging. So it's not like you're starting off with one fucking bat, but like it's just instantly hard, and you have ten waves of it, and everything will one shot you. But everything is able to be off ticked, like even from the get go potentially, as long as you stand in certain and certain positions and you have to move and like the shit's very 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 challenging but it's completely fair but you only have a few seconds every wave to figure it out from the get-go and it is dynamic where things do change like inferno where things are in different positions but ultimately with enough practice and enough of like figuring this out you could always optimize and you have a few seconds to figure it out right before everything starts getting wild it'd be so i'd be impressed if that's what coliseum ends up being being that'd be really cool yeah, I don't know. I don't know what their plan is. I don't even know if it's going to be able to... Like, one of the things Matt Kay said on his appearance on the cast was, like, he wanted this piece... He wanted the Inferno. And again, we're living in a, a different generation at this point where I don't even think it's possible. But he wanted something to come out where no game dev could complete it. Like, none of the people that were actually designing it could complete it. And on top of that, they wanted it to not be completable for, the, you know, the first 
day or something like i, I don't know if that was going to be possible to really i think that would be great i mean yeah. i mean because the game devs are yeah if, like, if some of them are good at the game but i mean yeah. they're not like super high tier pvmers or anything and they don't have like as much time as a regular player to even practice it so yeah that that was his point That's actually completely fair just to like rephrase it so I'm accurate. His point was that if somebody in the office could have beaten it, it wasn't hard enough. So that was kind of like the gauge, like the metric. So I wonder if Coliseum is going to be the same way. Like, and the office, that, did they, they do that for the Inferno? Inferno? Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Normal Inferno, nobody could beat it. Yeah, I think that's a good, I think that's a decent gauge. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it needs to be for Coliseum. I mean, if somebody could complete it and then, in the office already, the the normal Coliseum getting what you know whatever completion means, then yeah, I, I think you would have to pump up the difficulty a little bit. Might change a little bit, like if you hire Wooks or something, but yeah, it's crazy how Wooks is like a. I mean, he's he's one of the boomers now at this point. I mean, he's he has his own life. He he's a just. He's got a life that he's living. He doesn't have time to just sit down and grind all day. So we got like we got noob type in Port Gazar taking his place, <laughs> but because yeah, no disrespect whatsoever. I always have to you know have have that just as the, as the disclaimer. But um, yeah, he's 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 washed. Sorry. No, yeah, I'm Luke's, to agree. Luke's is washed. Yeah. All right, you're canceled. <laughs> I know, I know. Now, Wooks, I, I mean, I, I gave him credit where it's due. I said he's the greatest PVMer of all time. But yeah, that really is the caveat. It's like it's all time. Like you, you got to give him credit where it's due. In his prime, you know, he was, he was the goat. And he, don't get me wrong, he's still incredible. But we just have people that are filthy now, just filthy. So, noob type. I was really impressed that. Like, I thought the same thing mm -hmm. that you're thinking right now, Sater. Yeah. But when he just came out of nowhere with that six jads, one, like, no prayer thing, mm -hmm. it was like, oh, yeah, he knows exactly what he's doing all the time, it seems like. And it's not a matter of, like, he just doesn't know things. It's that it's probably a matter of time. Yeah. No, I, I, w I was surprised he even accomplished that. That was, like, freaking crazy. Yeah, no, no. I, I want to give him credit where it's due. I just... I think the last time I was watching him play was Desert Treasure 2 release. And I think the way I saw him play in that, it just looked um, like he was getting rusty. Like, Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, I think you know I mean? when he was trying to solo next the first day or something, I was yeah. watching his clicks. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's but, he, but he had never been known for his clicks. I mean, he, he's got accurate enough clicks, but it would not be a speedrunner. He was never, he was never a speedrunner. Um, so that that's already a given. He was always the goat pioneer. Like he would pioneer methods. He would solve shit before everybody else would. He would complete things before anybody else would. But his intention or his his whole goal was never surrounded by like I'm gonna do this faster than everybody. You know, over a course of a month. Like I'm not. It was never about speed running. And I have not studied, you know, every single thing that Wooks has ever done. So, you know, maybe I'm a little bit out of turn here, which I'm, that's fair. But I just feel like the things I've seen, he just doesn't give the game enough time to be on top anymore. So, and that's, I feel like everyone can agree with that pretty much. So, 
sort of related to what we were just talking about. Sivan asks, if you could design your own PVM encounter, what would it be? You guys ever thought about this? Um, I've never thought about this. <laughs> well, here it is. Here's your thoughts. Go, go for it. Uh, well, I'll, I guess I'll actually start because um, I know it's not directed at me, but I've always been a fan of like sepulcher stuff. So... I don't, oh wait, have either of you done any sepulchre ever? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no. That's I'm not I've, much of a skiller. Yeah, I know, I know. But, but I have seen it. Yeah, uh, yeah sepulchre definitely seems like like the most like the best skilling method out there. Yeah, in it's, my opinion, it's really fun, and there's just movements all about it. I mean, there's obviously some flaws in it, in my opinion, but for the most part, it's absolutely like really well done. And that's what I would want to see from, I mean, he's specifying PVM encounter and there's so many instances where there could be a lot more movement with PVM. And this would be something where like the PVM side of it isn't as insane. You know, it's not like some crazy shit going on, but mild stuff, like some nice flicking patterns of prayers um, with movement involved that feels nice and fluid and there's a rhythm to it. There's a pattern. I personally... When, at least when it comes to movement, it would be cool if there was a good pattern. I think of something like four to one ohm. I mean, ohm in general, when you're soloing it, it's just the whole thing is movement. You're just running around in these nice cycles that you got to set up and you just stay in that cycle. And there's, you know, you're attacking things and you're dodging a few mechanics potentially. But ultimately, and it's the same thing with Zarpus as well. Zarpus has a nice little flow to it where it's just so much movement. And I think that is what I really would crave from a new PVM encounter. Yeah, I think Ulm is uh, um, a pretty good, good example of like good PVM encounters are actually pretty hard to to design because a lot of the Ulm methods that people enjoy, I mean, they weren't. Uh, I could be wrong about this, but as far as I recall, like they weren't in, they weren't designed. I guess uh, when people designed the bosses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they. I don't think they ever internally were like, oh, yeah, this is what we're going to do for solo, like for people going in solo. They, they weren't even imagining people were raiding solo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I, I'm specifying solo. I don't find the group once that interesting. But. Yeah. No, it really is just like a happy accident, I think. I mean, they're clearly Kieran behind it obviously has, he must have some sense of rhythm and some sense of like, okay, this would be good if Ulm attacks at this cycle repeatedly and, you know, there's this going on and but yeah, yeah that's why i'm a little bit skeptical of it being completely unplanned because kieran also did a lot of stuff for the inferno and the inferno yeah well i mean i'm biased but i think it's uh pretty well designed yeah no i mean but yeah but yeah uh <laughs> again i'm biased I, I i would do something probably kind of similar to the inferno um mm -hmm. definitely less grindy so i would not have a big chunk in front that's just meant to because a, a lot of a lot of the inferno was based on the fight caves right the fight caves not difficult but it's like perceived as difficult because of because you get to attempt the last part so infrequently and there's such a yeah. time cost so i would get rid of that part but i would definitely have um like a main a main arena type thing 
and you have stuff spawning semi-randomly. Maybe even more randomization than the, than the Inferno. Uh, so more on-the-spot thinking. And maybe more interesting game mechanics uh, for the NPCs. Because the NPCs in the Inferno do have interesting game mechanics for the time, but um, like nothing compared to what they could do nowadays. All right, what about you, Asa? Yeah, I just thought of something like along the lines of everything we've already talked about, like what you suggested, Sebe, where, um, yes, like let's think of like a wave-based game like Inferno um, and think about what you said where they have a spawn animation that may take several ticks. Let's imagine Inferno like that, but cut out the whole time sink of killing, like doing the first like, 35 24 waves, waves yeah. or something that's really annoying um but instead of like them actually being waves for it to actually be something continuous where as soon as you kill an npc or two like another one spawns somewhere else in the room and they all like approach you like so it's not like a okay you did the wave mm. next wave kind of thing where it's just continuous interesting They're coming so, out of a portal or something it would almost be strategic to kill certain things because as soon as you kill one enemy another one would spawn and like you have to kind of plan that out like what would be most optimal to spawn right now like what should i kill because there's going to be something immediately coming back out kind of yeah like something something like that i think would be really ex interesting to see i don't know if it's going to be practical or actually difficult at all but you can play around with it and maybe they don't just hit you they each of them have like their own special like effect or ability that's mm. not draining your run energy i think that's so annoying with bats like what, what a silly mechanic i think yeah it's annoying especially with you guys like having low combat <laughs> running out there and just, <laughs> just you just have to tank it i don't mind that mechanic too much they actually improved it if you didn't know say before yeah they, like, they got rid of this stat drain right yeah if you like it used to stat drain, stat you, drain goes yeah it used to be no matter what, if it's hitting you, right? Yep. Yeah, through prayer. God. Yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> I, I, although, like, uh, all the clips of people, like, with one HP thinking they're safe and then just dying to a bat train, like, those were, <laughs> those were pretty funny. Oh, my God. Yeah. And get... a lot of people who have done the Inferno uh, before that change, that's happened to them. Like, I don't know. I, I thought it was funny. Would you guys do a uh, normal hardcore mode if it came out? I, I don't know why this came to my mind just right now, but this is something they actually were kind of proposing in a in the end of the year survey. It, it would be a non-Iron Man, so just main, but you're a hardcore, so you can't die. But you have all the luxuries of being a main. So it's just hardcore mode but you're a main and you can buy all your stuff and buy all your gear and everything. So it, it's just like a more casual approach, but you still get the risk of uh, being a hardcore and having only one life. Would you guys do something like that? Or are you just no interest? I don't know. Not interest. as you've proposed it. I don't really care, <laughs> but I'm, I'm a little like, like concerned with like all these different the game, modes game modes being released. Cause yeah. It, it divides people more and more, and like maybe it, you're you're each playing your own game, and you're not playing together anymore. And that's sort of sad. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's. Um, I definitely understand that, and a lot of people actually hold that same sentiment. 
especially when they were originally proposed. Like the the end of the year survey came out and they proposed like six different game modes or something that could come out in the future. One of them was like, you know, uh, bronze man mode where you, you're kind of like an Iron Man, but you have to earn the things. And as soon as you've made them yourself or earned them yourself, then you can buy them on the Grand Exchange. And there was like mithril man mode and some fucking like task man mode where you're just like, you know, things like that. You're still playing in the world with everybody. Uh, they, they just be kind, they, they become official sort of like they're, they actually would have like a high scores and stuff that's official. And my personal take on it is I actually don't hold the sentiment that like, you know, you're dividing the community. Uh, I think, I think that my biggest concern is just the sheer amount of like, I don't know, just, I, I don't know. I don't really have that many concerns other than like potentially like update times you know if you have too weird of modes you know updates could take longer or you have to like you know kind of cater toward these other kind of groups and stuff like that i could definitely see as a problem but i don't ever see the problem of like there's there's too much convolution going on that that that's the problem i think it's just the, yeah that would be my concern just the yeah. dev time dev time is the biggest thing. like sorry sorry people who like it but like quest speed running uh, maybe it didn't take too much dev, <laughs> yeah. dev time yeah no, but I like, mean, yeah. Nobody does that. Almost yeah. nobody. And I don't think that actually was that much game dev time for the most. I'm now, if they're planning on doing every single quest, which I, I think they might be, I think that's the end goal ultimately, but uh, I don't know. But yeah, that feels like something that, I don't know. But with a permanent game mode that's coming out, there definitely is dev time allocation for everything. So that is my one concern that's completely fair and I agree with. And I also don't think it's necessary to drop fucking six temporary or six new game modes. I think what would be cool in, this is my opinion, is like drop one every two years or something. So like at the end of this year, if they were to come out with one new game mode that's permanent and it's something kind of fun, kind of niche that's not really holding back game dev time, like, you know, I... Like something like a hardcore main mode, I don't think would be that big of a deal. I think you could just drop it. It'd be some new thing that people could get on the hype train on, you know, some new high scores that's hardcore. And as soon as you die, you just become a normal main account again. It's like that. I mean, that for Jagex's end, like that would be fucking brilliant because you're just printing money basically. <laughs> like, here you go, make more accounts for us. I would hope for something a bit different too, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that one's already done, almost already been done before. I mean that's yeah. yeah. I would want uh, I would want Mithril Man mode. That's my that's my personal favorite. I think that's the. What did they propose for that, that one? Mithril Man mode is it's basically like a giant group Iron Man kind of. So it's like you're a Mithril Man and you can only trade other Mithril Men. So it's like a fresh economy. You can't use the Grand Exchange. Um, you can only trade other Mithril Men and. You can PVM with other Mithril men as well, and you can still get drops, but you can't PVM with, like, other people. You know, it would kind of be, like, Iron Man restrictions where, like, if you're fucking doing corp with, like, a main, like, the main would get the drop. But, like, if you just did corp with, like, 10 Mithril men, you could, you know, sh you know, whoever did the most damage would get the drop. So it's kind of like this massive group Iron Man that is a fresh economy. You can trade things together. You'd probably have your own fucking meetup. You'd probably be some crazy Runelite plugins that have a fucking, like, pretty much like a Zybez going on with buying and trading items. But it would, it in my opinion, the reason I would like this is because it's kind of gives you that classic feel of having to like 
I don't know. It's like, it, it definitely would divide the community. That's for sure. But it would be one of those things where like, you just, you have your own fresh economy that you deal with, with Mithril Men. And it feels like you could go for like world firsts again. Like you kind of like go to God Wars and, you know, get, pull an SGS or something. And then like, that's actually worth a fuck ton because, you know, you can trade it. And I, I don't know. It's, it's, just some, it's something about like not having a grand exchange. You're What's kind the of a main. This, yeah. This and Fresh Start? Well, Fresh Start wasn't permanent. And um, okay. that's my biggest thing. And I think also just not having a grand exchange is kind of uh, also sort of nice. I get, I get, I, again, this is something where like if it came out, like who knows, maybe I'm completely wrong and this is a fucking failed update. And then I actually, it, it failed <laughs> from the get-go and I'm not having a good time. But at least in theory in my head, I'm just like, that would be kind of fun. That would be kind of, kind of cool to have. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Yeah. But that's my personal. There's a lot of other things. Like people want, like imagine like an official chunk man mode, or I, that wouldn't be my go-to personally. But imagine you really were locked to a chunk and you physically could not move. It's like illegitimately official, where it's not just some rune light plugin, or you could just break the rules if, whenever you want. But like you're actually fucking trapped here <laughs> until you get everything done. That'd be kind of interesting. But yeah, I'm a big fan of the temporary game modes, especially dead man mode. Really? Um, so do you play Dead Man? Yeah. Do you play them often? I played it like uh I played the last one a little bit and the one before that a good amount. Mm. I didn't before that I didn't I didn't know I would like it that much, but it is really fun. But I do wish they had some way of figuring out the finals so it was a one v one setup. Oh, interesting. You um, like the one v ones. Yeah, I think that was really exciting. Yeah, I wonder on their end what uh what's like more engaging or what the audience really wants because i think they kind of reverted it it was one beyond so i think they actually like the fucking chaotic bullshit it's just well i think they just did that because they were getting like beat up they were getting network attacks all the time mm. right and they uh, couldn't solve that that was every single dead man mode's been the total shit show yeah in the final it's so funny like as a viewer it's funny but on their end like hearing about ayiza and fucking matt k and just all the people dealing with this shit like <laughs> they're just not, like, ha not having a good time i'm not a network person i don't know if there even is a way to solve that but just uh that whole setup with just people preparing for the final bat for the final fights and then 1v1s in cages until the final people like that just sounds really cool to me yeah yeah optimally it sounds cool and what i did was i just like farmed pvm items for the pkers but uh, I wanted another one to come out that, um, like, I was going to start practicing uh, and aging and stuff. Oh, really? You're going to actually participate? Because yeah. I, I, I do think NHing is one of those. Um, like, I think it's one of the places in the game where you can be the most skilled in something. Yeah, NHing is pretty. There's just such a high skill ceiling you can get to. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy when, like, I mean, I've I've done a fair amount of LMS, not recently, but, you know, I felt like I was getting pretty good with my clicks and my switches and stuff. And then you actually go against, like, an NHer or somebody that fucking knows what they're doing. And it's just, like, you just get blown yeah. apart. And it's just like, okay, that was disgusting. Like, you and can't you, like, even you get see... anything going. It's just like, fuck. Yeah. And, like, as a viewer, you see a bunch of really good NHers who almost look like they're doing the same thing, but then you see 10-13 win all of these challenges, and that doesn't just... That probably 
uh, didn't happen just randomly, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not uh, a matter of RNG. I mean, it was the same thing when you know back when Manked did the uh, in office or like in student whatever that. Oh yeah, final thing yeah, was, yeah. Where he literally just yeah. wiped the floor with everybody, and it's like, okay, I mean, you I could say that. there's RNG to it, but like, and there definitely is, but it's it's. I mean, it's kind of like Hearthstone, right? Not, not to bring up that that analogy again, yeah, but. Yeah, it's a there's always going to be an RNG element. That. Yeah, um, yeah. I've, I I just I guess me personally, and this is all personal, but I just I'm not a fan of the temporary modes. Like I like that they're a thing. Don't get me wrong. I just don't find enjoyment from playing RuneScape in a temporary fashion. It's always been long term for me, and that's just my you know autistic nature. <laughs> I needed I needed to be permanent. I think it'd be interesting. I mean, this is completely off topic, but um, I remember seeing like clips of people making NH bots and like Odoblock fighting them and stuff like that. Uh, I think it would be really interesting for someone to actually make a really good NHing AI. Like, didn't uh, they do that? Like, didn't who was it? Sir Pugger they, that came out with a video of like the Terminators out there. Oh, I don't know, but the. Like, I, I haven't been keeping up recently. Mm. But the ones that Odoblock was fighting that I saw, mm -hmm. um, I mean, there were definitely things... A lot of them were just optimized to be uh, difficult for, like, a player to fight against at first. Like, I remember that one just, like, walking in and out a bunch, so it was hard to click on. But I think it would be really interesting um, to, like, make a... Do you know what a Nash Equilibrium is? No. Uh, it's just like a perfect game strategy where even if you know that strategy, there's uh, no real way to exploit it. Ooh. Um, I, I think that would just be really interesting. Because um, somebody made... That was like one of the big breakthroughs in like a poker AI was approximating these Nash Equilibrium or Equilibria. And... Uh, yeah, I think that would be really interesting to see for a PvP bot. Obviously, if, if that got out in the general public, like, <laughs> maybe LMS is fucked. Uh, although you could probably detect it, so. Okay, when it comes to poker, I mean, you brought that up. I, I, I used to have, I used to not, like, really follow poker, but I used to kind of be interested in the game uh, years ago. But nowadays, like, so is, I mean, obviously you can't solve poker. I mean, there's always, like, bluffing and stuff kind of but like surely there is ai now that just fully knows the very best odds the very best things to do everything's calculated right like so wouldn't online poker nowadays just be like ais against ais optimally like if you're really doing it for <laughs> i don't know i don't know i don't know so how they do online poker because yeah there are i mean poker poker ais are much better than human players so yeah i mean i'm just thinking of even when it comes to chess because i got really fascinated in chess as well uh years yeah, like, like, like 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 a couple years ago and i'm i'm just imagining you know a bot going against a bot like if it's the if it's the top performing bots they're always they always end up tying it's like you just draw basically. that's not necessarily true they still do like uh chess bot championships and stuff like that really and one actually yeah. trumps the other yeah and it's the same yeah. they engine don't just draw every time Wait, no no Oh, oh, what do you mean by that? Okay, so I'm I'm wondering if it's two of the same engines going head to head. Like, wouldn't they always tie? 
I think like, they, I would, I would assume that would be like. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right that there are better engines. That's for sure. And one, like, what, what is the top one? Is it just Alpha Zero? Stockfish. Or or Stockfish yeah. or whatever it is. Alpha Zero actually is a really interesting story because that one, um, was one of the first. I, I don't know the technical terminology, but it, it, um, was given no training data from yeah like actual human players and it just figured out patterns in the game that increased its probability of winning stuff like that and didn't um, it like didn't it become like playing versus itself it, yeah and like within like a matter of like four hours it became more yeah champion. yep it was <laughs> four like, hours yeah it beat stockfish <laughs> like, and then they had a rematch because there was some discrepancies but it still crushed the top engine at the time I watched a video like a year ago. I, it must have been Stockfish against Stockfish or something. But the one of the rules was you couldn't castle. So oh yeah, yeah. Just so I saw this, I would just watch this, you know, a simulated game going on, and the guy was talking about it, and I'm like, bro, like the pieces go crazy. I mean, just the king's in the middle of the fucking board. It's just like, what are you doing? Like, this looks like a total mess, but it's fully calculated, like fucking 20 moves ahead. Just like, now we know, we know exactly what we're doing. Like we're, we're fully protected. It looks like a shit show, but and you just see the craziest moves going on. And like, as a human player, again, I'm dog shit at chess, but I'm just like really good. Like grandmasters are looking at this and they, they just <laughs> can't really yeah. understand what's happening. Well, to us, it, to us and any other humans it might look like they know exactly what they're doing but like inherently uh those games are so complicated that they have to approximate it using probabilities that's nuts i i don't know um, so my brother-in-law is like really into go i i don't know much about go at all but apparently go is just it's like the simplest fucking board game but yeah. it just goes crazy instantly i mean just there's infinite possibilities yeah and the predecessor to alpha zero was uh alpha go a similar mm -hmm. program made for that yeah that's... the documentary on that is pretty interesting oh i need to see that yeah that that's just fascinating to me i remember like playing my brother-in-law like a, a few weeks ago for the first time just playing it on the real board and i was like bro like <laughs> you put down a few pieces and you're like okay i'm completely lost now i've no i like just the strategies are just that mind-boggling like it's just too much to think about yeah i think it'd also be interesting to put um like inferno speedrunning in a in an ai's hands oh, and dude. see what times dude. it could get yeah you know what like realistically like i i know like i'm against botting for the most part but like when they're for entertainment's sake like for just true entertainment value and just for science in general Having somebody really create the perfect Inferno bot that just runs, you know, e even even something that's not actually doing the gameplay but simulating it, like just running a bunch of simulations of what it could be. And oh, like yeah, fastest yeah. Times you'd it have be. to simulate it. Otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even watching, like, it would be cool if you could, like, simulate it, pick the best run, and then somehow, like, I don't know if it's even possible with the technology, but just, like, be able to, like, watch... A reenactment of what that looked like you know just like what what yeah, exactly happened on all these cool. waves that like jesus i like it would it would be interesting if you could uh like extract new speed running strategies from that too that are doable by humans like yeah. starting in different starting in different tiles for different waves because you optimize for um different setups stuff like that i w i was interested in like a plugin that would uh track my hp regen Mm -hmm. I mean, I figured I figured 
it's uh it's pretty easy to do that just using the like tick timer on the report button that mm -hmm. you can use that plugin um but that would be interesting um something that's lag resistant because the timer can get offset if if you lag a little bit mm. um i don't know i i don't i feel like most plugins that we have now cover most of the big changes that could happen for most content like I can't think of anything major that you could get from that yeah I think it's just the very 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 small examples that don't come up normally and that normally aren't an issue um, I mean even just like precise HP and when things heal I think is just that would already be enough ultimately like because things naturally do regen over time, and it would be cool to know exactly, like, I don't know. If something had, like, 2 HP, for example, and you just shot a 2, it, look, look, it looks like your arrow just shot a 2, but then somehow the fucking monster regens a 1. I don't I don't even know, like, when that's really an example. I don't even know. In principle, you could just do that now. Uh, at least in the Inferno, because you know the tick they spawn. You know they regen 100 ticks after. Oh, really? So we already know, like, they all, they all already do. Uh, oh, Okay. For, actually, for <laughs> forgive me, it's been a, it's been a while. I actually don't remember if the regen timer starts when they spawn or when you do damage, but I believe it's when they spawn. Mm. But either way, yeah, it's okay. So regardless, like, we can already out. have like the you know overlay. Of yeah, it. I feel like people just don't do it because uh, it's more clutter. Okay, and uh, like it would, would do something, but not not too much. Yeah, it's interesting that the Inferno tech. I mean, I've just seen Scotty recently have a put turning on the plugin where like things uh go invisible immediately when you've shot the finishing blow to something like that's that's some new tech i've seen in the inferno recently yeah that, new that plugin, one yeah. is confusing for me though. I, know. I, I literally just started watching a couple twitch streams like a couple days ago after not seeing runescape for a while and i was i was getting confused i was like that thing disappeared after he shot it but, <laughs> but no it was just the same time and i was just completely unused to it yeah, I bet they had to get used to it too. Scotty, imagine had to like that's got to be fucking mind fucking initially. Just like what is going on? Like where where did you go? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Milky asks, "When is unpredictable logging into the low combat account at Inferno?" <laughs> I don't have a good answer to that. Just when I want, when I actually want to. Perfect. I guess when I actually want to, and I have time, uh, is the answer. Afzal, how many more group Iron Man chances will you tank? I guess technically, uh, hopefully one not many. <laughs> oh wait, no, I guess uh, yeah, we're chancing, but yeah, I've been getting chance like almost every stream recently. To be honest, I don't know. I, I think I'm just losing focus a little bit recently, and I notice it too. But um, I think with the Zalra stuff. Uh, I've been a little more alert recently and things aren't so bad. Maybe when I go back into Inferno, I'll be a bit refreshed and not get chanced. Okay. Hopefully no more. Here, here's another question. Or hopefully every every single one of them. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> here's another question for you, Afsal, from uh, Third Age. Afsal, how many eggs did you fry for breakfast today? Uh, six eggs. What's that about? Is that real? Um, I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, 
let's see. It's an inside joke. Okay. Um, this is disturbing me, by the way. 9900 has this fucking weird graphic of you with a cartoon face. <laughs> oh, I don't know what that <laughs> is. I have no is, idea. Shit is so uncanny. Anyway, um, Afzal, the average player does not understand the difference between completing the Inferno at level... Oh, God, I just fucking cleared it up. Backspace. At level uh, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40. Can you explain? Uh, yeah, so... Um, I think with the difference between 40 combat and 39 combat between what exacted and what I did, but it was pretty close. I think the only difference was meleeing a little bit more with the Brian Saver and being able to end Inferno at 49 range instead of what exacted, which was end at 51 range. So you just melee a lot more and, uh, that's added risk. Now getting down to like 38, 37, 36 is like the new tech is the best in slot which is using a Yurison chain mace. And you pretty much have one strength on these accounts and 70 attack and like 12 HP. And the goal is to just chain mace everything to the point at which you're killing them and gaining almost no XP for it, apart from killing the nibblers with the chin. So um, for reference, 38 is probably really easy. You can probably stop um, really easy. macing things pretty early. Yeah, it's sort of not worth going for, to be honest. But maybe you should. It'd be good content. Um, 37, for reference, it's like you can stop macing things in the high 50s. And 36 is like you're macing everything until the pillars go down. And then you're macing some jads, too. So 36 is, like, really tough. And then 35 almost, is impossible. Yeah, 35 <laughs> is like you're literally macing... Like, you're actually macing everything into 66 and all the Jads and probably even the Rangers at Zuck. You're macing them, too. Jesus Christ. Oh, and you're getting a 10 HP fire cape. You're not allowed to gain XP. There. So that's why I think 35 is, like, ridiculous and unrealistic. So funny. Um, yeah. Okay, interesting. I, it might be good to mention... Uh... Like the differences between those low combats and what they were before the Ursan chain mace too. Um, oh yeah, those a lot of those combat levels were still possible before the Ursan chain mace. We had methods, and Affy even made an account to go for one. Yeah, I, I died several times on it now, but the old meta before Ursan chain mace was like um, realized to be not too difficult to make an account for was to make an account with a Colossal Blade. And the tech was way more interesting, I think. I don't like the direction Infernal Low Combat's gone with the Ears and Chainmates. I think you're just AFKing for spec, and it's just a big time sink. It's a little bit annoying. But before, you would have to get 37 combat, which was a real limit with a um, Colossal Blade, where you also have to use Rune Knives instead of Chins. So you lose the pillars really early, like low 30s kind of thing. And then you're just flicking everything, no pillar 30 plus with a Colossal Blade. Um, the funny part about that strategy would have been Zuck, because for that strat, you can't get more than, I think, 46 or 47 range, which means you can't even use an Adam and Crossbone Ruby Bolts and Zuck until, like, the very end. And it's not even <laughs> worth bringing the swap for, like, the Adam and Crossbow, so you're actually 
doing Zuck with a mithril crossbow and opal bolts, which apparently <laughs> opal bolts are better than emerald bolts. Oh, really? In terms of DPS. Yeah. So with emerald bolts, you get like, you run the risk of potentially getting six hour logged at Zuck. Um, but with opal bolts, <laughs> I think it's a shit. lot safer. Like that would have been really Yeah, that cool would have been see. much more interesting than the Urza meta, I think. Yeah, and, and another thing, because you would be like 43 range or something at Zuck, you can't use chins there either. So how do you tag the sets like without chins? And we actually found out, like we were in the lab and we figured out you can actually use rune thrown axes. Like it works. And it hits all of them? Yeah, it hit, it targets the ones. Because if you didn't know, with, with the mage stack at Zuck, you can't like right click target the sixth Wait. and seventh and eighth mage. Wait, it wasn't Rune Throne Axes, right? Uh, because it, the timing was inconsistent. Didn't we were doing it, it the was, it was. lure them outside of each other, right? Or no, no, Throne Axes worked. We we oh, did it like okay, on stream. Like Port was there too. Yeah, isn't the timing considered like though? with the n- no with the because. No, because um, it always bounces once. So you could target whatever you want. It'll always bounce at least once. And it just so happens that that bounce always prioritizes the newest person in the clump. Okay. <laughs> newest person. Uh, the newest mage in the clump. <laughs> so a new mage spawns. You can't target it. But if you throw a, throw a thrown axe, like, it'll bounce to it. Always. Consistently. Holy. That's kind of sad because do you do you remember the uh, like lure everything outside of everything else strategy? Yeah, where you, you just have mages spread out everywhere and you have to keep the rangers. Yeah, so what he's saying is like you know with the stack of mages, you would have to pull pull at least two of them completely out or like three at some point completely out of the stack so that you can actually target the new ones that spawn, which is like kind of crazy to think about and. Thank goodness we didn't have to do that. <laughs> I thought that was fun. Fucking a. I'm I'm yeah. uh I'm seeing this gif of you in like the uncanny kind of cartoon Disney animated Pixar form while you were talking there and it actually like matched up pretty nicely. I was actually <laughs> kind of impressed. It's kind of funny. Oh shit, okay. Um it, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just weird looking at cuz it actually looks like you. What is that filter by the way? It's like some Snapchat thing. Um I initially, it's like some app you can use to to stream using your phone to, as a like a web webcam. Mm. And I initially had it to maybe stream my like chinchilla, like a webcam for my chinchilla. Okay. But then it turned out it had filters, so we messed around with the filters a lot and had a lot of fun with it. A lot of people get creeped out by it though, so which is why I don't do it anymore. Dude, it's like we I don't know, bro. Like we're li- I mean, in the next ten years, bro, we're gonna be able to just fully ass just make. I mean, we're we're just gonna be able to tell Chat GPT to just make a movie for us. It's like make a movie about this and just like fucking let me watch it. Like remake Lord of the Rings with this and this and this and this and this. Just type it all in and it just generates it. And just like fully, like bro, I don't know. But just I, I see things like this and I'm like, this is even a crazy project thing. for that right now. Really, I believe so. Like movies, like being able uh, to or them. videos of some sort. I'm not. I don't okay. know the details. Because I've, I've seen on Twitter, you know, people just like, here's a new pizza ad. And it's like the most demented thing ever with like these AI, like they, like just people eating pizza and, you know. But it's crazy. It's just fully AI generated. Like, bruh. Yeah, I put a picture of that uh, 
like dragging the mages out strategy in the chat. Yep. And then the even before Colossal Blade, thirty-eight was possible with that same same idea of uh, not using chins for the waves. Oh yeah, and maybe like a, a green salamander or something. <laughs> I forgot. No, I don't I think, think those were ever those were ever needed, but it's kind of a fun item. Also, yeah. I just I just like to put it out there. Uh, Thirty six, I think, was possible as well uh, before the Ursine stuff doing the same method. Although the the Zuck fight would have been difficult to do in six hours. Oh, with like uh, like adamant knives yeah. instead or something. That's yeah. Uh, yeah, that's just not practical. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it myself. But what do you think? Noob type is gonna get into Inferno? Has he? Like, I I literally had him on the cast. I never even mentioned Inferno. I don't think, but like, I feel like he's one of those players that's masochistic enough to go for some crazy shit. You know, it would probably take him a lot of time. I don't know if he's spent that much time there, but be kind of interesting to see Maybe. what he could do. I don't know. With Inferno, could. there's a lot of overhead to to learn first. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like a uh, TOA, he got in at the beginning when. Yep. He's still developing new strats. Like that's more exciting than just learning strats. Uh, other people came up with. For sure. Who knows? Maybe maybe Coliseum will be a lot more interesting just with what we can see, and then he'll get involved in that immediately and. Hopefully you guys do too. I'd love to see you guys get really involved. I that I think I failed to mention earlier, but like I usually get really anxious about like new updates. I usually like like to wait until like metas have formed and stuff and just I can go in there and not have such a headache of a time learning shit. But a few I, times. Yeah. Oh sorry. No, no, I was just, I was just gonna finish up and just say like but for infer for uh sorry, for the Coliseum, this is definitely a piece of content I wanna just dive into for one of the first times ever, just like from the get go. Just try to learn things on my own yeah the few times i've woken up early for uh uh for updates i find it really fun yeah but yeah it, unlikely that it'll happen this time i'm just too busy at the moment yeah that's fair okay uh afzal this is from the worst nh what are your plans for your hardcore group iron man pure when not if you get the zuck pet and six jads done any other achievements in mind for in mind for that account or in general that you plan to go for in the future? Uh, my answer for that question a few weeks ago would have been, nah, let's go like work on another account after a new series, maybe make another group or something like that. But I'm kind of having fun like trying to learn the rest of the game now. I think I'm on a roll. I might uh, go and try Zeliana and like maybe do solo chambers one day, you know? If, it, if I survive that long. But uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun to do all of that with one life. So let's see how long, let's see how far we can get. Okay. Oh, um, uh, other yeah. achievements in mind. Sorry. Uh, with that account in particular, yeah, that's pretty much it. But in general, to go, uh, go for in the future, one thing I've been mentioning a few times on stream is uh, potentially going for a level three, two Inferno speedrun like Solo Mission did in his video. I don't know if you've seen that, Sebe. Um, but he was able to go from a level three and get Infernal Cape within like 16 hours. Oh Granted, he died like two or three oh, yeah, times in Inferno. Um, 
I think if we so he, what he did was he went gotten full justy and got like eighty five range for Tebow and did it that way. But I think we can uh, forget about any defense and probably do it at seventy five range and cut the time down to like eight hours. I think that's going to be fun to try and do in one stream. It'll require a bit of planning, but I think it'd be really hype. That, oh yeah, that would be incredibly hype. That is content, especially that you could do it in one stream. Exactly. Yeah. Holy. By the I way, would be yeah. No go. I wonder if it'd be efficient to like get a just go for like forty defense or something for the dehyde body, and you probably get some other stuff that I'm not thinking of. But um, maybe it's probably only like fifteen minutes or something to get it. To be honest, it's not too bad. Yeah, but it wouldn't be cool, you know. <laughs> sure. I don't know. Cool. I, don't, fact. I, don't I think fastest. I, I think fastest would be cool. Okay, fine. Uh, you're forgetting about a cool factor or something, man. You got to consider that. Yeah. Um, cool factor is everything for me, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, so Afzal, actually, like, so you've actually gotten pretty consistent with streaming lately. And you, were, you mentioned that earlier about, like, you know, you're not wanting to just sit in the dark and just grind for some crazy-ass achievements, but start going live with it. What is your plan with uh, streaming nowadays? And by the way, for those listening, I will have... These guys have links down in the description, so if you're curious, you want to follow them on their things, I'll, I'll have those mentioned at the end, but um, yeah, you can guys go check it out. But yeah, Afsal, what's your uh, plans for streaming? Uh, I'm not sure. Right right now, I'm like having a lot of fun. I want to take it a bit more seriously and give it a shot this time around. I know streaming like to make a living off something like this is like really, really, really hard, and I'm not sure if that's like going to be the end goal. At some point, maybe, who knows? But I just want to give it a serious shot for once and stream consistently, be entertaining, have fun doing it. It looks like you're having fun. Like me popping, it's a blast being in your stream. So just I'm I'm happy to see you going live consistently. And I'm, I think uh, you actually have what it takes to uh, fucking do this shit if you wanted to. But it, it uh, streaming is ultimately just fucking ass and chair just doing it and staying consistent and keeping things fresh and stuff which i think you have the the uh, talent to do so I, i'm excited right on thank personally. you yeah do you do you have a youtube i can't remember uh i don't i should probably make one and start doing some stuff there yeah it helps it definitely helps just to like spread like if that is really something that's kind of on your mind i know it's like hard to like make up it's just streaming in general is just like such a fucking risk and it's just so much luck and so much unpredictability you just can't know but ultimately yeah spreading out on different platforms youtube just so big it's i always recommend doing that i started late on it but now it's like really nice so cool cool um okay awesome uh here so here was the question for unpredictable from worst nh what do you think about Afzal's cup holding tech? <laughs> oh yeah, I remember this question. Um, it's either transcendent, so it's just something none of us, none of the other people can understand, uh, or it's just garbage. I mean, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> what, what, what is uh, this exactly? Uh, do you have, do you have the picture, Happy? <laughs> Uh, I have the picture of you holding the cup. This the way that I told you to hold the cup. Okay. Uh, but wait, is it describe like it? No, I think just your arm. Oh, I don't know okay. if I, it's somewhere. 
but it's like you, your arm and the cup. So pretty much, Seve, it's like when you're holding a cup, normally you have, you're holding it in front of you. Yeah. Like perpendicular to your body. It's like yeah. your arm is like a 90 degree angle. Mm-hmm. But I like to hold it like pointed directly down and then just have your wrist flexed so it can hold like, so the cup can rest <laughs> on your Bro. palm. Bro. What? What the fuck? Oh wait, yeah, so you're you're like you're, so your palms facing the ceiling. Yes. That's how you hold cups. Standing. Not this always, is, but like when I'm standing, like outside though. and stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah. When you're when you're standing. What the um, hell? It, it's it's pretty pretty nice. I mean, like it, it, you're not getting in people's way when you're like on the train or something. Um, I don't know. It just feels so natural sometimes. I mean, yeah, I mean, I could see myself doing it in like a, you know, I'm trying to squeeze through some, you know, people, but <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Yeah, it's like, imagine you're holding like a really heavy weight or something, and then you just, instead of a weight, you just have a coffee cup. <laughs> it just makes no sense. <laughs> uh, I'd say give it a shot. Let me know what you think. Um... This is actually just a question I had because uh, I think it had been brought up in your stream a couple times. Um, you're you're looking good, Afzal. You're looking uh, looking pretty uh, lean, looking looking strong. I saw. I think you pulled up a clip of um, you just you know. I think you said ten pounds heavier or something. So what 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 uh, what got you a little bit more fit lately? Have you been working out? Uh yeah, I did. Thanks, thanks for noticing. Yeah, yeah, no, so I, I did. Notice. I was like, I was like one ninety pounds or something for the longest time, all of like twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But for the past month or so, I've been like working out a little more consistently and getting the strength I used to have back. I used to be really fit, Sebe, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but now I'm like one one eighty, so I'm almost back to where I used to be. I used to be like one seventy doing handstands, muscle ups, all that stuff. Okay, so I'll, I'll send you some stuff. It's pretty cool. So was it just the like degeneracy, like RuneScape, like trying to go for like thirty-eight combat shit, or like just kind of the like... decline started as soon as I started. I'm not even joking. It started as soon as I started Inferno, <laughs> like back in 2019. Because <laughs> I was, I would, I would like get home from work and I'd be like, okay, I can either go to the gym or I could try some Inferno, and I try Inferno and I'm like, ah, I'll go to the gym the next day. I'll go the next day. I'll go the next day. I just don't go and I gain a whole bunch of weight. And then when I finally go, I feel weak as hell and I'm demotivated. I don't want yeah. to do it anymore. Yeah. It's funny how that um, works. Yeah. But you're back but on I've, that fitness like, grind? I am. Yeah. And, and Toucan asked this earlier, right? Um, but yeah, I, I have been working out a little bit more consistently now. I give a lot of credit to my success to oatmeal, peanut butter, and protein shakes and actually going to the gym. But like I feel like my protein intake uh, the past while has been, has been really really crap. So I I would like recover really poorly, mm. and I wouldn't have like strength um, progression. I would just go to the gym, feel really sore the next day, and I'd go and I just wouldn't feel strong again. But I mean, having a like a hundred grams of protein a day, I'm, I'm one eighty or something. It's like has been okay for me, Hell yeah. and I, it's really satiating too. So I'm not eating a bunch of crap. Yeah, it also just help. It just helps when you have a more active lifestyle. You're not because, like, for me, when I get in my, I mean, I'm in my current fat phase right now. I mean, I'm in my, I call, I call it bulking phase. You know, that's my copium I'm breathing in. But 
it's winter time. I just haven't done cardio in like three months, but um, yeah, it's it's all about just like as soon as you're in a rhythm, it's easier to just make wiser, mindful choices with, with what you're eating. So that's cool though, man. It's uh, I, I always like the glow ups with uh, I mean you've you've already been fit and stuff, but like you know, Autumnology's transformation. You guys saw that years ago. Oh yeah, yeah. He was skinny, really, really skinny. Hadn't worked out ever. Now he's a little giga, literal giga chad. So I always, I was like the RS players that get into it, and it translates over pretty well. If you're like a, a classic RuneScape player that loves the grind, it's pretty easy to just translate over into real life gains. So. Dude, isn't Lake Jack Lake jacked too? Yeah, and Lake Pug is getting really fit too. Yeah. So Lake, I mean, I mean, Lake is he's more stout he was jacked i mean there was a picture there was like a video of him like benching i don't even know how much at like a rune fest or something like that but um i don't know currently right now if he's in his like peak form or anything he usually streams without a face cam but i know at one point he definitely was like really fit puggin was really really skinny he's like six foot four um i saw him at rune or i saw him at uh at twitchcon in october and he was looking a lot i mean i had never seen him in person but he looked like significantly bigger and he was telling me he's gained like fucking like 40 pounds or something in the past year or something just pure bulk just like muscle i mean i just gotta be fat in there as well but like just he's looking jacked yeah and that's his plan he's just beefing up you always see he has a protein shake in his stream nice yeah you gotta keep those up yeah but i mean i mean he has such a such a large frame to work with you know when you're six i mean how tall are you six foot um six one yeah okay see i'm like i'm not i'm just right under 511 so i'm just a few inches shorter but uh because i'm i've been like 165 ish 170 ish recently but i need to get down to like 155 if i want to be lean again which which I just I don't like I don't like being I don't like being too lean it just makes me miserable. The the leanest I've been was like one fifty nine. That's mm-hmm. one, and it was like miserable. I'd be like cutting out a lot of sodium and stuff as well. Oh yeah, it's like just... just having veggies and protein shakes the whole time, and it was like freaking kind of nuts. Yeah. I think the best I've ever felt was at one seventy five or so. It's where I'm feeling right now, it's good. The the my only problem is just cardio. Like I just had, don't have much stamina, and I I think just ultimately, like when I eat, it feels like it sits in me more. Like when I'm really active during the like hotter months, like just summertime and spring. I mean, even in the next few months, I can start getting back on it. But like when I'm moving a lot, I can eat whatever I want, and I can be at a healthier, plumper weight, and I actually feel like a lot better than just being lean. Like lean, I just fucking feel. So weak, miserable. So, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, you know, Adwam, he um, he runs a lot, and so does Swang. Yeah, Swang did like I, a get into running. Is he still on his like challenge of running every day? I know he did it for like ninety or like a hundred days. I think he is. Is he still doing? That? I think he is. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! I think he's. Cu- I'm. I might be remembering wrong. I think like last week or something. He said he's cutting back on running a little bit and doing a little more strength training with um. Uh, who was it? Ryan Grossgore's friend or something? Do you remember that guy? Oh yeah, Ryan. Um, what's his fitness thing called? Glitch, glitch something. Glitch. Or glitch. 
glitch fitness or something glitch uh gaming fitness i don't know something like that yeah there we go so this year he's like uh, doing more strength work is what i heard from swang that's good from the horse's mouth that's i mean that is really what's most optimal and like looking good and feeling good and being strong is like actually not just running all the time or just walking or just doing cardio you gotta get those strength gains in so yeah for sure yeah i mean i've i've How's even your workout been it's been good i've i mean this whole i mean i i haven't been to a gym in almost seven years now it's like legit almost been seven years since i've stepped foot into a gym but everything's at home i just have my weights i have my mirror i got my fucking dips bar and everything like that's all i really need and i'll just go out and i'll get some cardio in generally but yeah the last three months i've probably gone out for cardio like maybe 10 total times so like one every nine days probably on average which is bad and my my cardio's super dog shit right now but ultimately like all the strength gains are still there so as soon as i want to cut i can just cut i just got to rebuild my cardiovascular endurance and then we're good but yeah what's the coolest part is like just knowing i don't have to go to a gym i can just do all i can train to failure here just it's just higher rep stuff which is still optimal for the most part and that's awesome i just i just care about health long term rather than the vanity based goals where it's just like get as big as possible i just don't i don't know it just feels like it's hard hard to upkeep too i feel like exactly yeah it's it's not realistic like to be able to keep that much muscle on a frame unless you're on roids yeah yeah which i'm absolutely absolutely not why get on juice are you sure (laughs) i'm just kidding i mean maybe when i'm like old i'll get on like testosterone but i don't want to fuck myself i i think i've seen too many videos and too much information on like the downsides of any of that stuff when you're young because you you naturally already produce a bunch of testosterone so like as soon as you're on it to boost it then you naturally start producing less and then you're forced to stay on it if you want to maintain your t levels so i think a lot of people say like maybe in like your 40s like late 40s and stuff that's when it starts having like a sharp decline you can get on it but now i feel i feel great being fully natural right now i'm not even on creatine or anything i'm just like fully natural and i still like i feel great creatine just sounds like a pain in the butt to Dude, to remember it, to take, I feel. It bloats me. It's not even about, like, I already have IBS. That might be TMI for the listeners, but just, I, I've had IBS since I basically went on my Mormon mission. Like, I just fucking eat Mexican food all day and just not, it's just it switched diet for two years entirely that just fucked my system up hardcore. And, uh, yeah, so I've had IBS ever since then. Like, and uh, so whenever I, like, whenever I'm on creatine, like, bro it's just like everything about my regularity just it just gets fucked up i don't i hate it oh no i I I get a lot more strength gains though that's for sure it's still it still helps but it's not worth it i feel i feel like lethargic don't you have to like wait for it to ramp up it's like a loading phase or something with creatine where Mm -hmm. you have to take it for a while before you see any meaningful change well you see you see the meaningful change in about a week i mean the loading phase is just like 20 grams per day for like the first five days and then you're just good on like three to five so nice okay you, you pretty much see like i mean i think okay I, there i don't think this is scientifically like evident or anything or there's any 
basis on this, but like I just get really hungry when I'm on creatine. Like I feel like the strength gains ultimately, like yeah, there might be a little bit of strength gain just from like fluid retention and stuff, but I feel like so much of it is just me eating more because I feel like I'm just hungrier. So I feel like whenever I'm if actually- If that was the case, you'd gain a lot of like fat too. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel like that kind of, I feel like I just eat more and that's where my the vast majority of the strength gains are actually coming from, like the increased strength. It's just me eating more. Because I always eat more when I'm on creatine. I don't know why it is. Just get hungrier. So, yeah. but yeah, that's um, that's kind of. I mean, I was a I was a super degenerate from like you know 2019 to 2020, just beginning of probably 2022. Uh, just like, like not working out. Yeah, not. I mean, I was just a total slug. I mean, just like sitting at my computer all day playing RuneScape. Uh, even when I felt the desire to move, cause I worked out in college, like I knew what working out was, but just, I wouldn't do, I would resist it. Like I would literally get an, an itch to like, Hey, why don't you go for a fucking run fatty? And I just would like ignore it. And I'm like, nah, it's just too much, too much effort. You know, just like, I'm not going to do it. I would have so much built up energy too. I'd eat a fucking full pizza. Like just, just like, let's go order a pizza. Let's go order some chips and candy and shit. Eat that all day for like three years straight feel depressed about it at night every, times. every night you know <laughs> bad just, times yeah just like it, it just it was just a bad cycle and it was something for like in my mind it was every like every night when i'd get like kind of depressed about it i'm like man i really I, I really could be in better shape and i just am not doing it i would just think okay and like in in the next in the next two months i'll definitely get back on the bandwagon right right like that was like a recurring thing of like in the next couple months it was always like the next couple months i'd, I'd get my shit together finally right like no it just never happened so like three years straight just pure degeneracy pure just i mean i was probably like pushing 185 pounds just no muscle mass it just <laughs> just bad and i finally got my shit together it took me actually smoking some weed to get my shit together i think i i actually like actually um give some credit to smoke. I'm, I'm, I, I don't smoke weed anymore, but that actually like kind of changed my mindset on it, which is kind of ironic. You would think like smoking weed would make that me is like, ironic. more lazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It helped me like change my mindset in a way. It was weird. Yeah. It's unpredictable. Do you work out at all? Uh, no, not really. You look like you do. Uh, yeah, that's just luck. I wish I was like Matt Stoney, who also plays RuneScape, apparently. Where he just eats Dude, whatever, Stoney it seems he eats whatever he wants and is always thin. Bro, craziest thing is, I used to watch that guy, like, back in 2010 or something. And I saw him streaming RuneScape, like, a few years back. And I was like, what the hell? Like, He's a vampire. That dude's crazy. I mean, he can pound. Uh, so what is it? Is it just like... Does he throw up or does he just work out a shit ton? Like, I feel like the sheer amount of cow, like any, like, I don't know if you watch Joel Hansen or if ever. I don't. Him. He's another professional leader, but just fucking jacked and just lean. But he, I swear he does like a food fucking competition like twice a week, just some stupid amount of calories. So I wonder if they're hungry when they go into eating, you know? Oh, they got to be. Go into eating for a competition. They got it must it. be just stomachs being like, like, able to be stretched more and better genetics, and that you. Oh, genetics just is such. You. Oh, it's got to be such a huge thing. Like, just you. Yeah, I mean, it's genetics and it's 
so much. I mean, because I think, I mean, Joel Hansen in particular, I know you don't know who that is, but like he made a video talking about like he would like just eat watermelon and grapes and shit just just nonstop basically just keep continually stretching out his stomach without like the uh, tons of amount of like calories you know so he's just basically just consuming a shit ton of water in fruit form before competitions and stuff just to like make your stomach so expanded i don't know how it worked and and then he, there was like a video of him like basically swallowing food i mean this shit does not look pleasant at all it's just like what a li- grotesque skill <laughs> i mean he's he's literally like lifting his mouth up to the sky and he's just like okay here like he he has like fucking six hot dogs or something like this is how you eat them so he just goes in and you just see him like put this thing in like a log chopper just taking like probably six bites total like uh, 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 and just like fucking swallow it grab the next hot dog like just down and i'm just like bro like that looks horrible (laughs) like that looks just and then, and then you see him kind of squirming, doing like the fucking like shaking his belly, like trying to shaking his throat, trying to get all the food down there, like with gravity. Like Jesus Christ, dude! Like that's that's the real competitive eating. It's not just eat a lot. It's like nah, see how much fucking shit you can fit down your your throat. Just horrible. It's a skill, and you got to get it's rid of your gag skill. reflex. Oh, nice. I wonder how they go about doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I also don't. I <laughs> uh, probably don't. Anyway. Uh, cool, cool. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, that's pr- it's pretty much... Oh, well, th- th- you know, I'll cover this for the meme, but we're pretty much wrapping things up. Uh, Bullocks. Unpredictable. Now that you've been moved from the official Save A Top 5 PBMers list from oh, no. number four to honorable mention, succeeded by Noob Type, what... <laughs> Yeah, this is a friend of mine. You, what PVF feats do you have planned to regain your rank? By the way, you have not been you've not been moved quite yet. I haven't made a, an additional <laughs> one. I probably won't even make an additional video. But you you were listen. No, I mean, when when I made that video, it was um, I went to Oblivion. I I literally went into I wasn't even you know I'm not a part of Oblivion, but I went into their Discord and there was like fucking fifty dudes talking in this channel that uh you know the founder helped me or one of the clan leaders helped me make and um just a brief channel that was temporary just talking about this whole video idea and your name was brought up just repeatedly so i couldn't fucking like it just all the shit that uh and you you and kelvino see these like you and kelvino were names that were kind of on my mind but i i hadn't i just didn't know enough about all the stuff and how they regard you guys for the time period you played and everything so yeah, you haven't oh. been moved officially, technically. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> Petition to yeah, keep I didn't, I didn't think you mind. <laughs> there, there, are no, there are no goals in mind. <laughs> That's like the whole reason he plays RuneScape, stay on that save a top fucking top I think, five. Yeah. I think some of my friends also wanted to ask some other meme questions about me <laughs> dropping a Tebow at the Grand Exchange and losing it, stuff like that. Wait, what? What happened there? <laughs> Send him the video. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. I'll send. I'll send it. What is this? Okay, okay. What happened? Like I was doing the teasing the noobs with with Telegram, but I didn't know how Telegram worked at the time. I thought like once you queued it, once you started casting it, like you had a lock on the oh. item. <laughs> oh. Alright, no. it's posted. Okay. And the uh, like 
just to be honest, this was before I real world traded my whole bank. So my friends always <laughs> always joked with me that I lost eight hundred dollars off of that. Oh no! So uh, you already have the timer up, like in your in your head or in your oh, like, no. <laughs> no, my friend, my friend is there, and he's he's just yelling at me when he sees it. Oh my god! Skip to thirty three seconds. Okay, I mean it's already, it's already almost there. Oh my god. Who grabbed it? Just some random noob? Yeah. I think he was some guy in full graceful and he just had he was just completely silent and I think he just like AFK logged afterwards. Holy <laughs> fuck. He probably passed out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember looking him up afterwards and I don't I don't remember what the results of that were. But... Oh my god. That is rough. Yeah, that telly the telly grab just doesn't work. It's just yeah, yeah. Shitty. Now I know. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, but if you had cast Teleblock, it's if you had cast it on the proper tick where you've casted it and then it appears, like would it have appeared for everybody? I'm assuming that's how I it believe works. so, yeah. yeah. Oh. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Exactly yeah, how I'm not going to test. Dude, Telegrab needs to be updated. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> it's a cool spell. It is a cool spell. It's really neat, but you have this weird ass stall. It takes forever. You can't do anything while it's casting. It's just you have to wait for the item to be in your inventory before you can move or do anything. Like they should really update that shit. It would be really cool to be able to like actually use that in some situations and like have it not be a nuisance. There's actually a really funny uh, use for telegram in there. Do you know who Shawnee is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> his name's not Shawnee. It's make chivalry great again or some some shit. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, Shawnee <laughs> knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So after we did some some infernos on Abi Mallers, he wanted to do his own. And something useful to bring is Onyx Bolts. Uh, and you don't have an accumulator as an Abi Mauler. So you could, but he didn't. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, he was telegraphing his Onyx bolts and sent us a picture of it. I thought that was really funny. And then That's there was it? some other, uh, you do we want to talk about that? that? Thought... No, no, I'm just, okay. Yeah, never. I don't what? mind if we, I don't, I, I think it's fine. What do you think it's fine? <laughs> talk well, I was just going to say some other use and we thought he knew about it, but he didn't. Oh yeah, I don't. Uh, can I say or should oh, I? Sh by he, I mean Shawnee. Oh, he Shawnee didn't know about it. Yeah, there was some there was some telegram tech, and we thought we were like, "Oh my god, does he know about it?" But no, he was just telegraphing Onyx bolts for money. <laughs> oh, interesting. What well, what is it, Absol? You wanted to explain it? Well, I'm asking for permission from Unpredictable. Uh, I think we should because it could that could ruin. <laughs> Okay, that's okay. Never mind. All right, we'll just keep everybody's just suspicions high. Yeah, leave perfect. it vague. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, like Shawnee sent me a screenshot of it. I took the screenshot, sent it under unpredictable. I was like, "Does he know?" Then <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. And he's like, "Oh, the Onyx bolts are expensive or something." And we're like, "Okay, he doesn't know." <laughs> so we were like, it was really? so fucking funny. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know either. So I'm just fucking laughing at the misfortune of both of us. Um. <laughs> Uh, okay. 
for the most part, there's a few topics, but I think we've already covered the gist of the ones I've purposely glanced over. So, uh, Absol and unpredictable. Is there anything else that uh, we need to touch on before kind of wrap things up and ask you guys guys for some shout outs? Absol has been preparing for these shout outs. I've heard. I have been, yeah. Holy shit! But is there is there anything else that we've kind of kind of want to touch on first? Are we good? Anything unpredictable? I can't think of anything. Oh wait, what? Any any, any last any other, words before shout outs? Yeah, any other topics um, or anything? Um, I mean, I mean only, there were a few, there were a few things, but I mean nothing for the most part important enough just to mention. I mean, there's always there's always you know a second cast you know maybe a year down the line or something if you guys are willing. So would you invite could, us? No, no, you'd have to invite yourselves, but you know then we can <laughs> do it. I'm kidding. Yeah, of course I'd invite you guys. That'd be awesome. But cool, we'll kind of wrap things up then, and uh, I'll ask you guys both for three shoutouts. Uh, anybody in does it have to be three no it doesn't i you know i should just stop saying that at this point i should just ask you for some shout outs i just feel like three i know is, you've been asked that before and i felt th- like three asking. is three is just like such a good number because it get, it's like you know it's it's not open-ended it's just like there's three like you have to decide you know the illusion of too much choice it's it's not good for people so usually it's limited to three but you know what i'll give you as many as you want Thanks. I kind of need it. Um, okay. So first, you know, unpredictable. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I was joking with my friends that I would shout out my Bitcoin wallet, but I won't do that. Um, shout out to the Humbleweed Town Discord. Um, I didn't plan this. <laughs> Uh, shout out to you know what shout out to Randy for making that no overheads inferno video for actually thinking about it most people didn't do that um he didn't really address the main problems of it but some some things uh some things yeah we're good in there um okay come back to me for the, the last one I don't I don't know okay, I didn't okay. plan this okay so first of all, shout out to my haters. Uh, I, I'm just kidding. Uh, shout out to uh, Roy Haynes, actually. Okay. I, I, Roy Haynes is like a problematic person. I know that, but he's been uh, genuinely a big help for streaming. He's driven me quite a bit, to be honest. So thank you, Roy Haynes. Um, shout out to Ruva. He's been extremely generous on stream recently, and he's a he's a good friend. Um, Port Kazar has been pretty inspiring recently. Uh, I'm, I'm putting him on the same list as Unpredictable here, like the two best guys in the world in, um, with respect to RuneScape, I guess. And just a quick thank you to whoever has been coming into streams and keeping me company. That's been a load of fun. And the people in the Discord that are always post- posting memes and stuff. And uh, it's always a good time. Thank you. I'm waiting for my shout out. Remember when I said I wouldn't publish this unless I got a shout out? Oh yeah, and uh, a shout out to Save for you, uh, having you. us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like my last shout out to Affy for pushing through after the fifth tile healer. Fucking legend. Uh-huh. Wholesome, wholesome shout outs. Thank you, thank you. Okay, uh, unpredictable and Afsol. Thank you very much for your guys' time tonight. Uh, nice 
three-hour beefy cast for those listening. And if you guys have stuck around for this whole time, down in the description, we'll have all of their links. So, Unpredictables, YouTube. Do you, like, is there any chance you go live on Twitch? I know you've gone live on Twitch because I follow you, but do you want me to include those links? Your Twitter and your... I mean, you can include them. Okay, Almost perfect. zero chance that I go live, but okay. yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's saying Decent there's a chance. chance. Of, a, of a video. Okay, perfect. Well, definitely go subscribe to his YouTube, guys. And Afsal is uh, on that stream grind. So for me, give him a follow on Twitch. That'd be awesome. And uh, I think you'll actually have a really great time in his stream. He's highly entertaining and he's just a really great gamer. So go down there, drop him a follow on Twitch. And you better make a YouTube soon. We got to include that eventually. Maybe in the next cast, we'll have your YouTube there and your Twitter as well. So I, I have a channel. I'll oh, just you do? Maybe give you a link for that. Perfect. Yeah, I'll have a link down there so you guys can just for when he starts uploading. And if you guys want to support the cast, there's a Patreon link and a YouTube membership link. And you guys can support there. Get your name on the title screen. And other than that, uh, yeah, I think that I think that's it for me. So thank you guys very much for coming on today. Thanks for being late. Thanks, Sater. All right, guys. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. 